Welcome everybody to Infinite Horizon. We are here coming once again on a Wednesday evening from where we are uh, bringing you another show. So, um, yes, hello everybody. Um, we have um, uh, some announcements to start off the show with as we usually do. Henry, if you wouldn't mind. Hello everybody. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you are staying well. Here come the normal announcements. First of all, there are a few ways um, that you can support us apart from subscribing right here on Twitch. Let me see, I think it's right above me. Um, one of them is to check out our Patreon, where you can find um, behind the scenes tidbits and supplemental stuff from our previous shows and uh, from this show now, actually, and um, opportunities to take place in world building for our TTRPG shows. Um, up there now is the first character journal for Infinite Horizon, which is my character, Olam. It's so really check good. that out. It's very it's, good. It's also available to um, subscribers on Twitch. We try to make the first and second tier patron rewards available to Twitch subscribers too, so you don't have to pick between one or the other. Um, and then and you can the find that on. What well, you can find that on Discord. Yes, Discord. Um, the highest tier on Patreon gets to take part in world building opportunities. So that's a very special thing. So check out Patreon. Um, a quick, easy way to toss us a couple bucks is this little thing called coffee. So uh, take a look at that for our short term goal to take a look at our short term goals and to throw us a few bucks if you like. Which reminds me, we need, I'm, I'm outing us on stream so that we hold ourselves to it. But oh, yeah. we need to update our goal for that. So. Yes, we do. Because we achieved oh yeah, it. Because that's that's another announcement, I guess. Do we yes, have a, a, a Nightbot thing for that? We don't, not yet. But okay, but there's a button. Uh, we have a merch store now. You can scroll down to the panels, and it's right up in the top. Yeah. And you can get a mug to hold liquid or a shirt to hold a human body inside it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the best way to put that, I think. You could potentially <laughs> right hold along. other types of bodies in there, but it probably won't fit that well. So you're right. That's no, that's a good point. Um, we have a YouTube channel. Big dog, where... maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where we upload uh, episodes of Infinite Horizon after they stream. There's also uh, the character prologues for Infinite Horizon on there. You can also catch Infinite Horizon in podcast form on Anchor from where it is available on many different platforms. So however you like to listen to a podcast, find it there. Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and the RSS feed is available if you have a third-party uh, platform that you prefer. Thank you to our podcast listeners. I know there are a few people who yeah, are like, somebody, podcast. Um, Hi, somebody shout out to you. Somebody joined us in, in Discord today from our podcast specifically. So like yeah. the podcast yeah, listeners. Yeah, that was so cool. <laughs> the, the long arms of the rule of lore empire. Um, <laughs> finally, we have, we've mentioned this a few times, we have a Discord. So please join us there. Talk about your own projects. See stream announcements. See what we're working on. And, um, and if you're a subscriber here on Twitch, you can also get access to the, uh, some of the Patreon rewards as well. So. Check it out. <laughs> okay, I think that's the normal announcements. Um, do we have, let's see. We have, have personal Caitlin announcements, I think, right? Caitlin? Yeah, I have a Caitlin announcement. Caitlin announcement. Um, one, if you want to catch more of this face on some tabletop RPG streams, on Friday I am guesting on uh, GO underscore JG, Jess's channel on Twitch for a goblin cipher game. 
It's going to be so good. Ooh. If you follow me on Twitter, all of the info will be there. But I believe it is at 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, and it's going to be a very good time. So you can check that out. And also, my podcast, Stone Houses, is back. Stone Houses cast on Twitter. We put out an episode about Bobby Yago's week. It's very fun. Mm. Those are my Caitlin announcements. Thank you for thank you for coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, anybody else have personal announcements of things that are happening, exciting things that are happening in their lives? I managed to do one cartwheel today. I'm so proud <laughs> hey. of you. <laughs> oh, I guess, I guess, hey. I guess yeah. I have a personal announcement. Um, I have a, if any of you guys um, are interested in poetry, I have a poem of mine that's going to be published yeah. this March in um, this really, really cool online press called Ghost City Press. They're really, really awesome. They um, spotlight a lot of um, writers and um, queer poets and, and queer writers and um, just all, it's all digital. So you don't have to subscribe or anything. You can just go and read it all online for free. Um, so it's a really, really cool publication. I really recommend checking them out. And I think I don't know when the March or the March um, thing is going live, but um, I can put a link to it in the Discord when it does, and it'll be on my Twitter. So, awesome, awesome, hell yeah, congrats! Oh, that's um, cool. <clears throat> all right, well, is that everything? Did we get everything? I think that is all. Okay, well, then, without any further ado, let's get into tonight's episode of Infinite Horizon. back uh welcome back everybody um when we left off hold on we ran away from chat also hello welcome to the beginning of the episode gemini lightning uh, <laughs> <laughs> um okay when we left off uh or should i or should i maybe start with a more like bombastic announcer like previously on Infinite Horizon? <laughs> i like that i've been picturing that in my head for some reason for these episodes. number two for sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to do that the whole time. Um, you have you said it. You have to commit now. Everyone wants it. Give the people what they want. Like, I that's do just the GM what I want. From now. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> all right. So previously on Infinite Horizon, <laughs> uh, our, uh, our uh, I think we, we left off having narrowly escaped a an attempt, well, a successful attempt by one of the corporations to glass one of their own colonies um, after an outbreak of some sort of, not viral infection, but some sort of bizarre, uh, some sort of strange thing causing a bunch of the colonists to behave erratically and uh, go feral 
um, essentially. Uh, after escaping that, the crew set course for Sulon, uh, an entire city inside of a hollowed-out asteroid, where hopefully they would be able to set down, enact some repairs on their ship, and plan out their next move, and possibly even get some answers, as these the coordinates to Sulon were ones that were they were given by a mysterious message found on the ship that they awoke from cryostasis. Um, uh, during this transition, Bina discovered uh, some sort of strange non-physical presence on the ship. Um, it looked like a she looked like a hologram, but um, felt uh, in ter- felt uh, had emotional presence as if she were an actual being on the ship. Um, Bina attempted to calm her down, and that only turned into her just sort of vanishing again, although Bina still felt that presence. In the meantime, Peach, unconscious due to mysterious circumstances, um, started finding herself drifting in and out of dreams, not her own, other people's dreams. Uh, one of a young boy that she didn't quite recognize, um, which was a happy happy dream that quickly shifted into a nightmare. Uh, and the other, she sort of found herself walking into Olam's dream as he slept aboard the ship. Um, he became aware of her, and the two of them started trying to piece together what was going on. But as that happened, uh, some of Olam's own uh, nightmares started um, in intervening in the form of some of the warped from the planet um, they had just escaped. Uh, Olam, Peach managed to uh, wake Olam up uh, in the dream, kind of pushing him out of the dream, uh, but not before she was beset by a forceful presence uh, similar to the one that she had felt outside the research facility on the colony. Um, eventually... Peach awoke as well, managing to escape this uh, this forceful presence, and the group reconvened, trying to parse some of the bizarre occurrences that had begun taking place around them. But all of that sort of uh, sort of aside, um, they set about making preparations for their arrival at Sulan, where uh, Bina making use of one of her old contacts from back in her days of running shipping liners, um, managed to find them a pretty sweet, out-of-the-way sort of uh, parking spot for a pretty solid deal of nothing, uh, <laughs> for old times' sake uh, kind of deals. Uh, however, so after that point, they they set off into the city itself, trying to find supplies, maybe some answers, um during which they had a brief respite in a city square, uh, going to some food trucks, getting themselves fed for the first time since waking up. Um, and unfortunately, it didn't last long, because while they were sitting there having some moderately pleasant interactions, starting to feel almost normal again, Mason noticed a broadcast, uh, that a news broadcast that had all of their faces on it, with the headline... Terror, uh, fugitives at large after de- after deadly terrorist attack on an outer colony, uh, which at which point Bina noticed some individuals making their way none too subtly through the crowd towards them with intent on their minds, and all of them fled the city square 
want try, attempting to lose their pursuit in the alleyways of the city. Uh, failing to do so, they were cornered when they were rescued by a mysterious Keldra woman named, who later introduced herself as Zaya, who displayed some extraordinary abilities, such as the ability to take a bullet at point-blank range uh, and uh, still be able to basically rip apart the, uh, the, the opposition. Zaya then le- informed them that she'd been looking for them and, and led them off to hopefully safe haven, uh, they had a brief conversation when they reached an old abandoned apartment complex where Zaya informed them that she was the one who had planted the the virus on their ship that had caused it to malfunction and take off without its crew um, and told them that uh, she was working with the mysterious individual known as Wire who had left them their, their sort of note and instruction to come here. Um, which is where... Zaya was taking them. So the whole thing ended with, last week when we left off, it ended with <clears throat> Zaya seemingly perturbed by the fact that you were the only people to survive that ship, and with a sense of renewed determination, uh, showed you inside a well-hidden uh, secret room, uh, or secret stairway, actually, and that's pretty much where we stopped. So, that brings us directly into tonight's episode. So, as you all are following Zaya down this, uh, this hidden stairway, um, the, the stairway itself is illuminated with sort of a soft bluish light that comes from below the graded, uh, the graded platform, um... And as you make your way down, you can see below you a, a series of of luminescent tubes that that snake underneath you, under the stairs, and a variety of machinery, all of which looks, uh, to an unpracticed eye, like a jumbled mess. Bina would probably recognize some of this stuff as cooling cooling uh, uh, systems, and you could see. In in fact, some of the tubes, as you as you look at them, it's not so much that they're glowing. Rather that they inside they're they're completely transparent and are glowing from within uh, with the luminescent cooling liquid that is that is running through them. Um, is it cold in this the hallway that we're in? No, it's actually it's a little bit normal. just a little on the stuffy side actually. Mm. Okay. Um, but you proceed down these uh, these graded metal stairs. Um, after a few moments, reaching an a, a room that looks like it—it kind of looks like a repurposed boiler room. Like you can still see a lot of the pipe that uh, that uh, that's still in here that was unable to be removed because it's actually like physically part of the building. Um, the rest of it looks like it is is all been basically gutted. Um, looking around, you can see that it's there's a few dividers that have been set up that take this single room and sort of uh, split it up into a few. Um, different sections, some of which you can't see from your current position making your way in. Uh, the most notable thing about this room, as you're looking around, is that there is technology everywhere. There are monitors on almost every wall and surface. They are displaying all sorts of different... Uh, some of them are news feeds. Some of it looks like looks like data. Uh, some of it is uh, looks like coding language. 
it's just everywhere. There are monitors everywhere. And suddenly, Bina, the cooling systems make sense to you because <laughs> this requ- this amount of, of equipment requires, it like puts off a lot of heat. Um, you'd need some pretty solid heat sinks to get rid of some, to get, like to compensate for that. Uh, it also explains partially the uh, general stuffiness of the of the room that you found yourself in. Um, there is a sm- the section that you're standing in. There's a small, a low table, and an very old looking couch, both of which have sundry technological bits and bobs just scattered all over them. Um, this looks like a like. <laughs> There, there's computers and monitors everywhere. You can even see a couple, uh, you would recognize a couple of server racks that are just like pushed towards the back of the room. But then glancing over kind of past some of the, uh, some of the dividers to one side, you can actually catch a glimpse of what looks like it's probably a bed. Um, this is somebody's living quarters or at the very least a technological safe house of some sort. Um, as you enter the room and Zaya looks at you, uh, makes note of you all kind of taking in the room, she grins and shrugs and says, Welcome to paradise, I guess. Well, that's quite a setup you've got here. Oh, it's not mine. It's, uh, this is all wire. She's, uh, around here somewhere, I think. Uh, Zaya calls out, Why are you in here? And there's no response. Uh, you can hear like what sounds like shuffling movement from somewhere else in the room. Um, trap door, maybe. Huh? A trap door, maybe. Um, you don't see any, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> um, after a moment, you see an, a figure stepping in from uh, from behind one of the dividers. A human woman, uh, probably in her late twenties. Uh, long, um, long straight black hair that she has tied back uh, to keep out of her face. Um, slight of build, and probably only about maybe five two. Uh, she steps into into the vicinity, uh, into the into the vicinity of the the light that is kind of the main light that is lighting the immediate section that you find yourselves in. Uh, and as she does, you notice. Uh, Another distinguishing feature about her is that her her right arm, um, it from the elbow down is completely uh, it is completely uh, technological. It is a uh, cybernetic prosthesis. Um, she looks over at all of you and kind of brushes a strand of hair back over over her ear, and she says, "Well, it's about time." And she says. Uh, have a seat, I suppose. And she indicates the couch, uh, which Zaya rushes towards and starts picking stuff up <laughs> off of it and starts setting it on the table. Um, nice to on. meet you too, Wire. <laughs> she looks uh, sort of at all of you and she, she says, is this it? We're not enough for you. Says, You're fine. I just expected there to be more. There, there isn't any more. Uh, she kind of glances at Zaya, who says, "Who 
crosses her arms at this point, and and Bina, you can feel now yeah. that like that. Uh, it's like you can feel this anger sort in in Zaya starting to kind of bubble up, and she says, "Yeah, you said that there would be no. You said there wouldn't be any casualties. That everything would be fine." Wire crosses her arms at this point. She says, "What I said was that if everything goes according to plan." Barring the unforeseen, there should be no at no, uh, no above average risk. Like and a meteor storm. She looks at you. She says, "Is that what happened?" Yep. Well, we were still asleep. She shakes her head. She says, "Yeah, unforeseen like that." And Zaya shakes her head. You can see Zaya's now, like, visibly shaking. Uh, she says, I can't believe it. I can't believe you did this to me again. She says, Wire looks at her and says, this is not the time. Zaya steps aside and she just throws herself down on, on the couch and just cro crosses her arms and doesn't look at anybody. Um, it was a... It was a calculated risk, but I understand that, or I think I understand that it had to be done. I guess we're going to get answers now. I'm going to take off my coat, because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's stuffy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I drape it over my arm and take off my, no, I'm going to leave the hat on, actually. And uh, Mason's wearing a, like a vest, like a, yeah, anyway, like a, like a armor vest. Do you have one of those armpit holsters? <laughs> That like detectives always have. Absolutely. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Can yeah. I get a read on wire? Just um, from we walk in, like how has she reacted to this news? Uh, you have felt precious little from her. Uh, she is another person who looks like she is used to like suppressing and controlling emotions. Mm -hmm. Fair. Um, I would expect I just, nothing less. <laughs> can I do like a general, like a insight check just with my intuition? Um, no ability. If you want, um, I mean, I, if you want, you can. I can just make this an insight spend. We can do like a spend three points from your from your uh, intellect pool, and I can give you a. You got an edge, so it's two. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that because I really want to get a read on this this person because okay this is sus so immediately kind of taking you throughout the course of your political career have managed to uh, you've learned to be able to quickly assess individuals so that you can so as to better deal with them um your your training just sort of kicks in and you start immediately assessing this individual before you um the she seems like somebody who is very determined, um, someone who you've encountered people like her before, and there's no better way to put it than to say that she seems like somebody on a mission. Um, her, your immediate read from her, just based on her body language, her tone of voice, the the inter the brief interaction that you've had with her so far, tells you that this is somebody who is she is very businesslike she has uh she i wouldn't say that she's looking at you not necessarily coldly but 
like she's definitely not treating you like objects or like pawns or anything like that. The sense that you get from her is that she is somebody who is used to making calculations. Um, somebody who, judging by the room that you find, that you're in, somebody who sees a lot and and uh, mm -hmm. makes it her business to know things. Mm -hmm. um, more than if deeper than that though, you can you can sense just sort of like just from brief, carefully concealed sort of micro expression kind of stuff. She was relieved when you all came in when she first saw you in spite of her words. And she was far more irritated by, and actually, Bina, you would, you would have sensed this too. She was far more irritated by Zaya's response to her than perhaps was warranted by the situation. Um, so she mostly wanted to judge if like she genuinely felt bad about the collateral damage or not like that's kind of what peach was trying to gauge like, yeah i would say that you she seems disappointed by it genuinely so but okay. as for the source of that disappointment you're not sure okay yeah um okay so um in response to what Mason said, she says, I mean, yeah, if you want answers, I've got a few. Mostly I just have questions, questions that we all need to answer if you're interested. Um, uh, how, could we start with the answers, please, maybe? Yeah, we can do that. She says... So, I'm going to take a wild guess here and just assume that all of you are wondering why all of this, what happened to you and why I intervened and all of that. So, we'll start with the big picture stuff. By now, you've probably figured out that Silverbreak Technologies is, well, specifically their genetics division is working on a few off-the-books sort of projects. Some of them that they find, they find recruits through all kinds of different programs, some of which are, um, some of which are uh, pro programs for promising young academics. Some of them are uh, help, uh, help and support groups for people who are struggling with a variety of things, addictions, health issues, generally individuals that, to put it bluntly, wouldn't be missed. Not that I believe that, just they do, and that's enough to make them act. This program is, it's one that they are experimenting with for creating some sort of advanced soldiers, operatives, people who can who can operate in all sorts of circles and who have a bit of an edge on their side. I don't she says, 
I don't know if any of you have noticed any sort of manifestation of this yet, but you're all mostly successful products of that program. And the other people in stasis on that ship, were they the same? Every single one of them. So you intercepted us before we could be used by Silverbreak. That was the goal. Pretty much. I said you were mostly successful products, and what I mean by that is that you hadn't yet been put through conditioning. Clearly. So, yeah, I figured out where there was going to be a new shipment that was going to be sent to one of the conditioning institutions, and had I wrote some code, had Zaya intercept it. But also, I needed... I didn't... It wasn't just about freeing you. Freeing you is one... Is, it's a small step. A, an important one, but it's... It's not enough. Let's, how, do I, how to put this? She says... She points at some of the monitors behind her. And she says, If you are connected like I am, and you pay attention to trends to the chatter the back alley chatter you start noticing that there's movement movement that it's concerning to say the least there's there's something big coming and everybody's preparing for it all the major governments all the corps they're all preparing for it but nobody's talking about it it's all being kept very hushed Whatever it is, I know it's centered around something that Silverbreak is doing. I don't know what yet. What I needed wasn't just to free the people that they had done this to, but also to make them see what the stakes were. I caught wind of what was going on on, on Eos, that colony world that you were on, and... Well frankly, wasn't able to find anything concrete, concrete or conclusive. I needed somebody to see it. And more importantly, somebody who already had been wronged by Silverbreak and had cause. Essentially, I needed somebody not just to be offered a choice to act, but to also understand what it meant what the stakes were. You don't have to have any part of this. Once we're done, we can part ways. Never talk to each other or about any of this ever again. You have that right. I'm not I'm not conscripting you. But I after what you saw on that after what you saw Silverbreak do I would hope that you'd have some inclination to do something about it. You know how to scrub a ship registry? In my sleep. Then I'm in. I don't know about all of you, but my life has been completely turned upside down. I, any direction is a direction. Well, point me in the direction. I'll go there. I guess <laughs> I, I can't go home. We, 
step outside and we're not safe. I'm, I don't even know if we're safe right here. Wire, when did, when did Silver Break take you? Me? No, Wire. She kind of gives you a, a, a look and kind of seems to... Just, they didn't, actually. Uh, I... I used to work for them. That is, uh, I was an analyst for them uh, in cybersecurity. And I... I knew about the programs. I just always assumed they were voluntary until I knew they weren't. What do they do to what are they doing to people? Why do how, why what what made us change? Honestly, I don't know. I'm good, but there are some people they have uh working for them who are geniuses behind behind a keyboard and those are the people they have in charge of hiding their worst secrets not only that i'm just one person there's only so much that i can do against an army of hackers and cybersecurity analysts i can't i can't be everywhere as much as i try she glances around at some of the monitors where you can actually see, now that you're looking at them a little more closely, you can actually see that some of them are definitely security video feeds from from other places. Um, I would expect nothing less. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do I recognize any of those places? Uh, not specifically, but you definitely notice that one of them is absolutely a regulator ship. Okay. Oh, man. Is okay. one of them the food court we were just at? We can see our food sitting on the table, cold. <laughs> Uh, you do, you do actually see, uh, one, one display that is sort of flicking between a bunch of different places that are clearly on Sulon. Um, but yeah. yeah. Is there any with like the news feed up that has us listed as terrorists? Yes. I'm oh going to point at it and say, what do we do about that? She looks up, she says, yeah, I'm working on that. She's, uh, it's a little... They kind of caught me off guard with that one. It's a little late for me to prevent it from going anywhere. It's already... It's a, a good good move. Honestly, smart. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Yeah. yeah they, have a, they have a good PR person. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... It's some of the hazards of going up against some of the more, most powerful organizations in the galaxy, but... Well, the more hands, the better. That's what I'm hoping. for. <laughs> Um, no offense intended. She says. So, if you if you're in and you want to hear more, more than happy to. Otherwise, you know the way out. Venus sits down cross-legged on the floor and puts all of her hands in her lap. <laughs> I'm not walking out that door without knowing more. Yeah, Mason's sitting and. Mm -hmm. I'm here. I'm in. <laughs> I picture Mason yeah, just I... sort of like settling in and just in answer, just <laughs> notebook out and just ready. <laughs> Probably just like leaning against a wall. I, I'm, none of these surfaces are trustworthy for me to sit on. Yeah. Everything's very cluttered in here, but underneath that, it's it's not 
it's not dirty or grimy or anything like that but okay, it is good. but it's it's mostly just, just cluttered okay yeah um Ooh, hmm. yes does mason did that um usb or whatever that chip did that get lifted from mason from the pro? oh yeah absolutely darn yes it absolutely would that have. makes sense though okay. yep um at this point uh wire is now um she pulls up a a chair and just has now put like settled herself down in it and is looking at all of you she seems from before you notice that she was she was very guarded in her demeanor now still still is but less so now she's kind of getting a little bit more animated and a little bit Bina, now you're, what you're sensing is just very, very faintly, just the slightest bit of relief. You can feel it just okay. a little bit. She was like, fully expecting like all of you to walk away. She's got like that kernel of hope now. She's like, okay, things are things are happening. All right. <laughs> yeah, you can you can kind of feel that. Yep. Uh, she says, okay, so um, if we're gonna do this, uh, then we need to know a little bit about what it is they did to all of you. Um, yes, please. Some of... Uh, we can't have you going out and out there without knowing what you're capable of. So, have any of you started manifesting? For example, she gestures to Zaya, who is still not looking at anybody. She says, uh, Zaya over here has... Uh, the ability to uh, to absorb kinetic energy and redistribute it um, in limited capacity. Uh, she's one of their earliest uh, one of their earliest trials, and let's just say it didn't go completely smoothly. But uh, does does Zaya react at all when she says that? No, not at all. Okay. Seems like it might be a familiar conversation, something we've <laughs> yeah. talked about before. Yeah. You can I will say that 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 anger that Zaya has been feeling hasn't gone away. It's just now more simmering than like Yeah. Yeah. Blow out blow out boil over, yeah. Yeah. Um, many... I'm keeping I'm keeping I'm keeping some feelers out towards her, but not like with an intent not an intention to intervene, just like just curious about where she's at. <laughs> oh, um, I was just going to ask, how many Zayas have there been? How many folks have you rescued or she shrugs tried to says, rescue? says, honestly, you were my first, uh, after Zaya, you were my first attempt. Um, ever, since, ever since our breach, they've tightened down their security on all, everything related to this project. You were the first one... Your ship was the first one I was able to get any sort of bead on. But by now, there could be dozens or there could be hundreds. I don't know. How did you know to look for her? To look for... Zaya. She was there when, when I was there. We... We escaped together. Are they sending other ships to Eos or or any or 
any um, concentrated location? Are they building an army already? There's nothing left on Eos. As far as I'm aware, Eos was... That's the worst of it. What you saw on Eos, it wasn't a mistake. It wasn't an accident. Sure didn't seem like it. <laughs> they, their incident with the, with everything, with the colonists there, that, that was staged. It was intentional. As far as I understand it, they've been digging up these, these artifacts all over the galaxy, uh, in particular in some of the areas of space that have recently opened up. And they've been studying them, studying their effects. As f what I was able to find is that the events on Eos were as a direct result of their need to test the effects of proximity to that to one of those artifacts. We have colonists. Can you help them? The what? We have colonists. Oh. We got them off planet. Can we help them? Here. You have some with you? Not on my person, but yeah. Well, no, I obviously. I just <laughs> didn't realize that anybody but anybody had survived from the original colony. Only a you, few. Well, you try not to leave collateral damage. Jeez. There are 30-ish people with, back with our ship. I mean, I... The one that needs to be scrubbed. I'm not sure what I can do, but I can maybe help some of those that want to disappear. I can help them do that. Um, can do the whole thing. New identities, all of that. Whatever they want. I told them they could choose. We all did. We told them they could pick what they wanted to do. You didn't You didn't let them go from the ship, did you? I, I, I no. believe we told them specifically not to go anywhere, right? <sighs> she, yeah, I think we that, told them to stay put. Stay yeah. put, stay down. Yeah. She, I'm pretty sure that was the command. She lets out a sigh of relief and says... Good. They're just in the food court. She's <laughs> just they'll they'll be just as much targets as you are. Well, maybe not quite as much, but they were witnesses too. We were hoping that Silverbrick would there that they're as good as dead to Silverbrick already, and that they would assume that none of them made it off. It's likely, but if there's anything I know about Silverbrick, it's that they have their ways of finding information. But I'll do everything I can. Yes, of course. Um, as for your ship, that's not a problem. I have some blank registries over there that I can write with whatever we want on them. I think there's some tracking on it, too. We dampened it as much as we could, but that needs out, too. Huh. Yeah, that'll, that'll definitely fool anything other than a specific scan, but yeah. Um, well, if you have other questions, now might be the time. Well, what exactly are you thinking for where we go from here? Are you, will you and uh, Zaya come with us uh, <laughs> no. on this ship? And no, uh, if, if you were, your faces may be plastered all over the, all over the news, but Believe me, they want me more. So what then? Are we to stay in contact with you? You give us leads, we travel there, or...? For the most part, yes. We need information. First of all, we need to know what we're up against and what they're even doing. 
I would. Hmm? You sent a message to us in text to the ship. Would you be able for for um, for long distances? Would you be able to send messages for us undetected? Yeah, I was. I actually have. Um, she points over to to one of the desks nearby. She's. I was actually working on a uh, on a transmission masker over there that will scramble your signal and make it so that when we communicate, uh, nobody will be able to trace it or listen in, for that matter. Neat. Actually. She uh, looks at she looks at your arms now, and she says, "I can do the same to all of your terminals." Um, in fact, she says, "Oh yeah." She says, "Are those silver break?" Yep. Yeah. Take them off. <laughs> Ooh, <okay. laughs> done and done. Done and done. Yep. <laughs> yep. She takes them one at a time and like continues talking with you, but like has them in a in a moment just has them completely open, like the panel completely open is like messing around with them. Isn't even really looking at you most of the, or at them most of the time, just like looking at you and like working. Um, and as she's still, as she continues talking, she's uh, tinkering with them, and you can see as she's disabling certain parts of their functionality. Um, she says, "So, um, where we go from here is we." She kind of glances over at you, Mason. She says, we follow leads. We follow the trail. Build a case. That is exactly my line of work. That's how I got here. <laughs> yeah, I, uh... I actually watched that happen. Yeah, they got the drop on me. <laughs> she nods. She says, actually, it's probably good that, that they did. You're the reason I was able to track down their this particular ship. If I had, if I hadn't been watching when when you got caught, I'm not sure I, I would have been able to find you in time. Always a silver lining, huh? As Most for times. as for have we experienced any of our any side effects or whatever you call it? Um, I think we have. I know I have. She closes the one that she's working on, hands it back to you. Um, I crushed a door. Yeah. On accident, well, I wanted it crushed and it was crushed. Huh. I feel a little bit smarter, I think. I remember things better. She continues working and just kind of listening to you each as you start, like, uh, as you, as you, Olam, recount the, the specific circumstances. She's just kind of listening, um, still working, one by one, handing you each back your terminals. Huh. Interesting. A uh, ghost, but I think that was unrelated. That what? I saw a ghost, but I think that was unrelated. She tilts her head and just looks at you and says, "Yeah, that doesn't sound like. I mean, it's definitely weird, but not really the kind of thing we're looking at." I know. I said it was unrelated. She stands up and walks over towards uh towards one of the consoles and returns with some with a some like a, what looks like a scanning device of the type that's often used for medical purposes, but it looks like it's been altered in some way as she sort of takes it um, and just starts passing it over, over each of you just sort of taking readings. Uh, she says, well, I will say 
you all have the present or the you all have the genetic markers present of the of the alterations the same ones that i found in zaya and some others who were also altered this way so at least that's confirmation of that um anything more specific will require testing she kind of glances over and she grabs just a piece of technology that looks like it's probably just been recently pulled from some like from a server and she just sets it on the table and she says can you crush that i look at it and i cast onslaught on it all right yeah so you you reach out and just sort of thinking trying to remind yourself how you felt in the moment and like what you did and as you do so rather than rather than crushing you actually see as it just sort of it just starts floating off the table just sort of uh drifting almost as if it was weightless cool she's she's watching it as it's floating past her uh, even even zaya at this point has like pulled up from her sort of sulk and is watching intently um at this moment may i also start to float a little bit myself (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i have my eyes locked on the thing and then i start to hover slowly up out of my chair (laughs) you got taller and i don't notice at first because i'm fixated on this thing then i'm like whoa uh, okay hey okay all right (laughs) you start kind of doing that like tilting sideways sort of turning in the air just yeah. And then I, I like maneuver off the couch so I'm like standing with my feet just off the ground and then drop down to my feet on the ground and then back up and I'm like floating a foot and I'm <laughs> like this is new. Uh okay. All right. You okay. See wire reaches out and grabs the uh <laughs> the the piece that was floating. She says, "Huh. Gravity manipulation. Interesting." She she lets go of it and it continues floating. She just taps it and it just starts spinning off, it, spiraling away, away from her. She says, huh. Back to the ground. Interesting. What about the rest of you? Well, I've been still trying to figure my figure mine out. There was one time I was losing strength initially when we were escaping the ship. And I almost lost grip on uh, a ladder as we were climbing, but my hand became so much stronger. And then there was another time that I needed to move quickly, and I moved quickly. Huh. Sounds like some form of hyper-adaptivity. You should maybe try a few things. Try a few things out uh, when when you're next out in the field and see what happens. Yeah, I could try something now. Sure. Um, hmm. See if I can conduct... Uh, I want to, like, grab... Hmm, a wire? Mm-hmm. <laughs> An exposed wire. <laughs> An exposed wire. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and then I just want to... Um, oh, yeah, I'm just going to... I'm going <laughs> to... I'm just going to touch a woman <laughs> on the shoulder. 
All right. I'm just curious. So as soon as you as soon as you grab the the wire, you immediately feel just like the shock, like the electrocution just run through you. You feel your muscles tightening as your entire body starts spasming, um, and you uh, take six points of might damage. Oh. Um, oh God. And <laughs> man. Yeah. Um. And eventually, you were able to, like, let go, but you feel yourself just sort of convulsing. And Wire's just sort of watching you. She goes, that was incredibly stupid. Yeah, well, better better in here than out in the field where there's... As you're saying that, you look down at your hand, which is now sort of, like, charred and blackened, and you watch as it just sort of slowly starts regrowing. Like, the skin starts regrowing and regenerating over it. Oh, well, there it is. Whoa. She just looks, (laughs) just stares, and... Wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's new for me, too. I start to reach towards the wire, but then don't. <laughs> Good. I was going to say, I take that part back. I totally would not. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Um, Peach is going to start thinking really hard about how delicious those um the things that she was eating earlier what <laughs> fuck what were they they were um like a soft we... nut or something yes yeah. yes yeah. it was like a soft yeah she's thinking about like the soft nuts and just like visualizing like how delicious it would be to taste and then like as she starts to think about it like an image of one starts to like appear yeah just just like one that like the like the whole like the the basket basically the same kind of basket that uh that the food had come in originally it just starts manifesting in uh in front of peach and as it it like you just barely manage to catch it as it fully manifests and starts falling um she, uh, can, can i catch it or does it does it like just, like fall through my hands like and dissolve um i th- how does the uh i think in this tier it wouldn't be solid yeah like, that's kind of what i thought too an image. yeah so you like yeah. reflexively reach out to, to catch it and it just falls through your hands and then just hits the ground and disappears. I, uh, I guess I'm still kind of hungry. Um, that's that's new, but. Hmm. Interesting. It seems like some kind of maybe illusion based. I don't know. Did you have you noticed anything else strange? If you want to take a quick nap. I could maybe root around in there and see what you did at Silver Break. See your see your childhood. Pass. She says, um, she says okay. Um, seems like you have some sort of affinity, maybe for dreams and dreaming. Does that sound about right? Yeah, people have told me I'm dreamy before. She uh pointedly turns to Bina at that point. <laughs> and I you, that. you see you see Zaya who's just kind of <coughs> Bina hasn't seen most people's powers manifest in any way except for Olives at this point. Yeah. So she's like like big like big saucer eyes. Um and then she kinda like when she realizes attention is on her, she's like, um, I can do this. 
um, and she kind of like flexes her fingers a little bit, and there's like the natural bioluminescent that kind of peeks through through like the ors eye joints, and it's very very faint. And she like uh, uh, push it like uh, uh, crushes her hands together a little bit, and they glow very very brightly. And she's like, pretty cool. And then she wipes it on like Olam's shirt, and then the glow stays there. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, so cool. <laughs> well, that's useful. <laughs> This party trick. <laughs> <laughs> Any other weird things, strange manifestations? Just the ghost. I, the ghost, again, I don't think was related. I can feel all of you a little bit more, but like. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well. She it, has like no grasp yeah, of what yeah. she's been. She has absolutely no no clue because she could already like, or as I already have some of these abilities, yeah. they're just louder, and so she's just like, mm. wire shrugs and says, "Well, you've shown me one thing, and if there's one thing, then there's probably more that you haven't discovered yet. So we'll keep tabs on it and see how it develops. Some of these things they develop slower than others in certain individuals. It's it's hard to say." It's a bit of a mixed bag. It's clearly not an exact science yet, but great. Well, uh, I don't have a lot of room here, but you're welcome to stay for as long as you need to. Um, is there the one bed? <laughs> there, there is, but you can actually see where there's like under tucked under a table, like in the corner. There are like what looked like bed rolls that were like That's rolled up and yeah. and just stuffed under the table. Um, like six people in a hotel room, like con style. <laughs> yeah, the um, weirdest con ever. <laughs> Welcome to uh, Sulan Con. <laughs> she she Who wouldn't go to Sulan Con. Pre registration opens next week. <laughs> Um, she says, well, I have, uh, we'll still have a little bit of time while I need to work on your ship's registry and which I'll need some input for. Um, you can't, can't go around with a nameless ship. Um, she says, so I'll need some input there from some of you, but I'll, in the meantime, I'll, I'll work on the coding for it. And then, uh, if, and I'll also work on um, giving you a transmission scrambler for your ship. Uh, that way we can communicate without being eavesdropped on. And then we'll make a plan. Uh, just sound good to everyone? Mason just closes his notebook. Yep. Sounds good. Zaya, Zaya stands up. She says, yeah, sounds good. Looks like you've got more bodies to throw at your problem. And she just walks out of the room. Man, bad breakup, huh? Do you say that out loud? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Should I? Or is that too bad? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I think, I think Peach says it aloud. Mm. Like, I feel like she's kind of in a mood where she's like, she's she doesn't really trust wire and so she's kind of trying to like see what she'll do yeah you uh bina as soon as as soon yep. as peach says that you feel a sudden spike of irritation uh from wire uh and then it's quickly like there's a lid that gets put on it 
And she just sort of. Bina, Bina looks at her and then looks down. <laughs> She's like, that was an emotion I wasn't supposed to feel. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Wire just looks over at you, Peach, and just says, Make yourself at home. And she walks the other direction. <laughs> God. Well, I sure feel at home. Basically, at this point, right. the four of you left to your own devices just in the sudden awkward vacuum that was that was left by these two women exiting from opposite ends of the room with like with cameras footage uh, covering the walls of all these like weird bizarre oh, hidden God. places yeah Codes awesome scene <laughs> so anybody got any cool sh- ship names um sorry oh. pause for a second caitlin yes i made a mistake telling you to turn your gain down oh no you're suddenly very quiet no! Hold on. Wait, Lucas, do you have any... You can fix this. Have you had any music that you had been wanting to I share? haven't had any here, but... Uh, okay. I just thought I'd remind you in case yeah. Caitlin hadn't reminded you yet. I bought it, but you were, like, narrating, so I didn't bring it up, and then by the time you are done narrating, I forgot, so... <laughs> Fair enough. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, interrupt you. I just was, yeah. Uh, Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Chat, let me know if I sound better. Pull chat back up. I think you're a little louder. I think we gotta name our ship. The oh. opposite of Silver Break. <laughs> Gold Mend. <laughs> I don't know. It should be. Shouldn't it be something unassuming? It's got. It's got to be yeah, like the, the 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 moldy orange or something. Mm. Something that won't. Well, that's. I don't know. I've never named a ship. It's hard. It is tough to name a ship. I say as Caitlin is, and also as Bina. <laughs> Lucas got to listen to me agonize for a very long time. My brother used to be really good at naming ships. We used to go down to where they would take off and he would have a name for all of them. Do you think we could use the computers to try to contact people? I kind or just, of don't... E- or just each other? Uh, I would ask Wire. She would know how far the buffer goes. I'm afraid that no matter what technological protections we have, if we contact anybody that we know, we might be inadvertently putting them in danger too. I'm sorry to say. Yeah, I think so too. Ship names. <laughs> what do you think, Mason? Uh, you look like you've named a ship or two in your day. <laughs> yep, I have, um, you know, actually, I have. Um, but. I think I'm drawing a blank right now. Although There's a lot to think about Green here. Green has an idea, but it's not a real one. It's just Silver Break spelled backwards. <laughs> <laughs> you can type, write it out and figure out how to pronounce it. Well, the the opposite of silver on the periodic table of elements, if you want to go by swapping numbers, is tungsten. 74 instead of 47. <laughs> wow, that's a, okay. I don't know if we want to base our ship name off Silver Break, but... <laughs> 
excuse me while I figure out how to say silver break backwards. I'm trying. I'm sure this is compelling content. Yeah. We could probably do this off stream, Jim, if you would like to move plot things mm -hmm. forward. Let's do and that. We can say we this is a scene that happens and we will cut back to you next week on what actually was decided at the end of that. Yep. Perfect. Yeah, this this is gonna be a long, a long brainstorming session, I can already tell. I'll give you guys all the resources that I had to sit with while I was trying to name Bina and then also all of the important things in her life. So Yep. Wow. Okay, what time of day is it? Sorry. Um I, I don't know if it matters on an asteroid. I mean but... not really. It's what always time cycle. The I mean there like there's yeah, there's like there's a there's a day cycle, but um day at this point it's probably in like essentially what would be like the moving towards evening. So basically like the end of most people's day cycle. Um but yeah. Uh, basically, figuring that about the time when you were picking up food would have been like a dinner rush, basically. Okay. Cool. Well, I guess what 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 set up for us here is just wait till Wire has all this stuff ready and then figure out how we get back to the ship without being <clears throat> caught or noticed. What do you guys think of Wire and Zaya and those those two? Bina has I, made some conclusions, but feels they are not hers to share and will not. <laughs> I mean, I think Peach also could tell that immediately, but... I think Wire is the kind of person who obviously knows a lot and probably isn't telling us all that she knows. Yeah, but I don't, I don't see any other course of action than to do whatever she wants us to, I guess. I feel like she would just, if we asked her. I don't think she I, would withhold information. I just think that she seems like she was a lot closer to these projects than she's leading us to believe. Oh, I was under the impression that she was very close to these projects. I just, when she said she was, she did cybersecurity at Silverbreak it doesn't lead me to believe that she had a heavy hand in testing and plans, and but her knowledge makes it seem like she did. I mean, knowing how to get in the back door from a tech sense can give you quite a bit of information. Whether or not she had hands-on in the moment, but afterwards, it wouldn't be that hard for her to collect whatever information she needed. Yeah, that's true. I just want to make sure that we're wary if we're dealing with a, like a secret former hand of CEO or something of Silverbreak that we've never heard of, you know? She seems determined. She has a mission. Yeah. And she's relieved that we wanted to help, so. Yeah. I just think we should keep on, keep on our toes. After the last 48 hours? For the rest of my life, yes. <laughs> I hover up off the ground so my toes are just brushing the carpet or whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Olam wins. <laughs> me next, me next. Olam, infinite horizon, roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> Olam never touching the ground again. Is that the infinite horizon? I guess. Uh. I enjoyed that brief bit of cardiac uh, exercise. Oh, it's called cardio, right? 
um, cardiac but now I can hover stuff. everywhere. <laughs> Should we just have like a, uh, is this time, is this the sleeping time? Did we just sleep? What? And then no, this out? is, this right? is, you guys have basically just been left to your own devices in this, in this place. Uh, so can we just root around for clues. <laughs> yeah. If you want to do that, go you through her can. stuff. And can we tell, is this all like, is, does this look like cannibalized and mismatched or is this all like nice no it's cohesive tech definitely scavenged a lot of it okay. like it's completely mismatched it looks absolutely like whatever whatever it would have let's put it this way it would have taken uh either a very long time or a monumental effort to get all of this stuff down here yeah, we had to walk down a lot of stairs didn't we <laughs> yeah our calves are burning <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, like right now it looks like most of this stuff is definitely, um, some of it looks like it's even, it's even from scavenged from ships and ship systems. Uh, a lot of it is, looks like old corporate tech, um, that was, that has been, um, that's now obsolete, but has been repurposed and revamped, um, and the kind of stuff that's like, oh, the old models are gone. Time for the new models, and they're still good. But yeah, mm -hmm. we have the budget to upgrade, so we will. And these are the ones. Yeah, that are, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah. The one thing that your your attention constantly comes back to, as much as all of you try not to, is the near constant uh, on various news networks. The near constant presence of your faces next yeah. to n like next to the uh the statement that uh you have all been branded terrorists in a variety of not see not just in um within corporate space but also as you're noting now it looks to be in commonwealth space as well as the ascendancy Damn. Dang. <clears throat> Can I, are there any like open terminals that uh, have access to like the internet or a news network where I could like, presuming that because this is a safe house, I likely won't get tracked, like research about the my school and the place where I was living. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can, you can, you can try to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Or, um, is is there social media? Is there a thing like that? I want to <laughs> I want to creep on my aunt and see if she's okay. Yeah, Twitter exists. I feel. Yeah, is what I'm. If there's if there, legacy shit. <laughs> oh god, yeah, Olive Garden and Twitter. Um, if, <laughs> gosh dang it! So that, the yeah, worst I, of our society. That's what I want to do. I want to check on and my aunt and her uh, like gambling buddies, basically, mm -hmm. or her 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 old war buddies, and see it see if i can see if they're all right okay um you start accessing the uh you start accessing space the facebook. net basically facebook. and start huh facebook <laughs> no nope <laughs> that um, goes in the no list <laughs> <laughs> you you start accessing Don's the net already start, out of that probably you start doing some searches um you come across 
mostly like local postings uh, from your from your home and doing a quick search you are seeing that uh, like searching your your aunt's name as well as some of her old uh, her buddies from her old mercenary days um, you're seeing that you're you actually come up with your face as well but as a missing persons thing it's a missing persons report uh, it's been plastered everywhere uh, she it looks like she's enlisted some of her some of her old like Merc contacts even to like start helping uh, look ah I just think to myself that I hope they don't find me now. Now that the the, the falsified news has come out. Okay, I don't dig too far. I go and and find like a quiet place and rest. Okay. Yeah. Um. Wire Does doesn't the, return. Do, Sorry, what? I was just gonna ask. Does the news coverage like have any like? information or like profiles or is it just like our faces and like tell people if you see them like does it have like um, more information it actually one of the broadcasts that you have is a little bit more detailed like, are they than... telling people who we are or are they just like completely smearing us yeah no they they absolutely are you can you can see like some re one report is even like um speculating on um like it's the kind of stuff that you that you would see like today, if something like this were to happen, where like they start like speculating into the person's backstory, background, and like saying like with Olam talking about how he's like largely unconnected and sort of disaffected youth kind of thing, and like yeah, like doing that I whole. I want to know what they're saying about all of us. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we turn up the we turn up the volume just to yell at the TV, like. <laughs> yeah. Now, what kind of unwholesome man spends ten years as an undergraduate? Something <laughs> funny going on there to start. I'll tell you that, John. <laughs> Yeah, just like a panel of six people saying nothing of value. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. That's basically what it is. Like, including um, the one, the most damning of all of them is probably Mason Frey, because as you're as you're looking at it, you're seeing like you're seeing his service record being pulled up, and like that they're talking about how he was dishonorably discharged from the regulators, um, which he had transferred to of his own volition from the Ascendancy military, and yeah, like it was. And basically, then ended only ended up being dishonorably discharged and just sent adrift. Um, and you can see where a bunch of people have like basically piled on and have started speculating about his motivations to doing doing this. Um, basically, somebody who has a history of causing trouble and that sort of thing. It's yeah. It's at that point where Mason's watching that one at this at that point mm -hmm. where he pulls out a, a cigarette and just like lights it and just kind of studies it and then he wants to i want to look at the uh regulators monitor i want to see what they're up to okay you kind of glance at that one and basically what you're looking at is it's just it's just a single camera feed from one one ship and it looks like it's a, a signal that got that was hijacked from their own internal security so what you're looking at is apparently is just sort of an inconsequential seeming seemingly inconsequential uh security camera on on board whatever ship this is however 
uh, the more you look at it, the more you start to recognize details and things like that. And you realize that based on your familiarity with, with ships, with the regulator's ships, that this cam this camera feed is actually probably coming to you from not just any random corridor, but one that is spe the one specifically that runs outside of of the um, the bridge and the officers uh, the officers briefing room. Hmm. But right now, there's not much activity going on. Every once in a while, you'll see some like a uniformed individual pass by, but. That's it. Um, Tina's super fixated on this, like, speculation news. She thinks it's kind of funny. <laughs> it's like, good, good sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. Um, after, Wire doesn't come back for quite a long time. Um, actually, Zaya's the first one to return. Uh, she eventually comes, you can hear the footsteps coming down the stairs as you turn to look. She comes back in um, with several... Uh, like you know the you know the same the same kind of like the bags that like delivery people have that take out yeah, yeah like <laughs> that basically like keep food warm those kinds of things space uber eats yeah she she brings she brings them over she says figured you might want some food and she glances past you noting wires absence and opens it up she says also figured that I would be the only one to think about it and she sets it on the table sets them on the table I love her. <laughs> God. This is we're this is way more dangerous than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> I I come hovering through a doorway when I smell food. <laughs> I'll never walk again. Yeah, cartoonishly floating with my nose at the highest points, yep. like like levitating me. Yeah, he's he's riding high, folks. <laughs> Zaya looks. Zaya glances he over. She's pulling power. food out of the bag and setting it, setting boxes <laughs> on the on the table. She says. Getting the hang of the uh, whole floating thing, I see. Yeah, I figure it's good to practice uh, before it, it, I actually need it. You know, also, I can't resist a good uh, visual pun now and then. I go and look at, the, I go and look towards the food. <laughs> she, uh, she chuckles and says, "Yeah, I, she says, if I could fly, Earth cartoon reference. I would do it. I would do it all the time. I would never stop." I don't think you will. Say, I'm. I will say to you, if I could survive bullets, I. I don't think I would seek that out all the time. She shrugs. She says, "Eh, the the one is about what I can handle." She says, "Thing is, if I says, if I absorb too if I absorb too much, my brain goes into synaptic shock and I sort of uh, collapse." You oh. found that out the hard way. Yes, um, it was actually a truck. Oh. Yeah, I got Ouch. hit full force by a truck. Thought I could take it. I was mostly right. Cool. Well, we're glad you're here to tell the tale. Me too. It was a good one, actually. Well, it's not that interesting, except for I already told you the, you the fun part. Huh? Do you have footage? No, I don't. Unfortunately. Seems cool. She says, well, let's put it this way. There was footage, but wire scrubbed it all so security reasons and all that yeah she might have a copy maybe to watch she kind of glances around the room says eh, if i know her she has backups for her backups so well let's and you know it reaches into the bag and pulls yeah. out food for herself yeah. immediately <laughs> same thing two arms holding and two arms eating 
Yeah. She's a fast eater. Zaya settles into the into the chair that Wire was sitting in before and start and pulls a, a box out and looks inside and says, ah, yes. She just starts eating it. She says, so, what did you all um, do before this? Maintenance ships. Hmm. Student. Nice. What about you? <laughs> oh, I was um, private investigator. So she kind of looks at you, looks over at the broadcast. Says, "I heard them talking. It said you were you were a regulator." I was. <laughs> Me too. I had a feeling. I wasn't gonna assume anything, but. Yeah. No. You you got the walk. <clears throat> so do you. <laughs> Damn right I do. She shrugs. Says, "So it changed." I was following up a lead. Something higher up. It didn't sit well. I was, um, I went through basic training just like everyone else, you know. But I went into the investigator field and started poking around places I shouldn't have been. Yeah, I don't really like that. I was so close, too. So, she says, let me guess. You got close. Somebody didn't like you poking around. They applied the pressure. Told you to back off. And then you didn't. You kept pushing. And then they, uh... Then they enacted some consequences. How'd I do? Spot on. Yeah. Shit's fucked up. I left. Because, well... My term was up, but also, fuck him. She just <laughs> keeps eating her food. You're right. So, uh, you know, I, I can't take too much away from the regulators. I mean, they're the only ones out there doing a damn bit of anything, but only ones who still care about the border worlds, about the people out there. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to, at least they're trying to do something. Just wish they weren't so pig-headed about it. And it was good training, too. You know, it sets you up for different different jobs. Yeah. Ma- mainly of the punching variety. <laughs> or taking one. <laughs> yes. That one I think you, you can do quite well. Oh, yeah. Punches <laughs> are no problem. What did you uh, train for specifically? What was your field? <laughs> Uh, I was in, uh, I was one of the, one of the drop troopers. I'm, I'm the, I'm one of those that they'd, uh, they'd launch out of a ship in full environmental suit, launch us on, drop us on an enemy ship, and then breach. That makes sense. I can see that. Oh, it was a lot of fun. There's something about the thrill of hurtling, uh, unaided through space towards another ship where if you just if you get if you get the pressure from your thrusters just a little bit wrong splat like a bug either that or just hurtle off into the great nothingness (laughs) does vina get like a like feel like a familiar sense oh yes yeah absolutely yes oh excellent yeah you get that that familiar like Almost like she's reliving it right there as she's talking about it. You get that familiar sense of that that thrill, that adrenaline rush. A, a kindred spirit, mm-hmm. an adrenaline junkie. 
Yep. <laughs> um, I, I, sorry, I got an out of character question. Was was my aunt in the regulators or a separate mercenary nope. outfit? She was part of a separate. That's yeah. okay. Sorry, thank you. Zaya, huh? oh, no, what were you saying? Oh, I just say, uh, you're using very different words to describe those experiences than I would have myself. The, the fun and thrill, I don't know, it all sounds pretty, uh, inches from death all the time type. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Again, different words. So, what about you? She says to Peach. Oh, uh, I was a public servant. Uh huh. I was uh, trying trying to improve. Um, a, a, it was a, a planet called Geoterra, um, pretty far away from here now. I was I was an elected official. Did you ever take a bribe? <laughs> no. I would have taken a bribe. <laughs> Not sure what for, just, you know, I'd have taken it. Just for the thrill of it. <laughs> well, I'll definitely keep that in mind. In case you ever need it. What can I say? It works on me. <sighs> she's sure, I just kind of like... look, Peach kind of just looks nervously at the TV after <laughs> saying yeah. this. She just sort of she stretches and, and kind of in place and sets sets the the em, now empty box of food on the table, and just kind of glances back towards the other room. She says, "So uh, she come out of her cave this whole time." No. Hmm. Mm -mm. Yeah. Once she sets her mind to a to a task, there's no shaking her. Sometimes she forgets to eat, and. Uh, I sometimes will just uh well I used to leave food for her just uh for when she came out of her um whatever that is it's kind of weird haven't been back here in a few years actually I most I mostly operate in the field how long ago since your um escape Oh, Ooh. maybe, oh, I say it'd have to be about four or five years. Yeah, four. Well, it'll be, it'll be five soon. Wire got me out of there. It was a confusing time. After I left the regulators, I just sort of bounced around a bit and got picked up. Uh, promise of, promise of food and housing, that kind of stuff, and for some experimental program that one of the corps was running. And by that point, I was pretty desperate, so I just said, hell, why not? And, uh... You had the choice? They were offering it to me, I think, because they knew I didn't really have one. I was in pretty I bad shape. I basically... I got, like, rucksack over the head tossed in the back of a ship, man. Jeez. Yeah, I've seen a few of those, too. Stopped a few it's of those myself actually i signed up for a study but i was not made aware that it would be anything like this <laughs> and we got drugged knocked out yeah near as we can tell they take people from well they try to assess people uh based on their 
various capabilities, some of them physical, some of them mental. Um, they just didn't like me. Yeah, some people are just incidentals. <laughs> Those are the... They, as far as we can tell, we know, we know just from, from Wire's time working for them, they have two distinct categories of candidates. They've got those who are the most promising, and then they've got, essentially, the cannon fodder. The ones they can just test whatever on. Yeah, it's, it's not great. These are some pretty bad people we're dealing with. I had not, not even an inkling that Silver Break was like this, this bad. That, I, I think you said it, Peach. Their PR department must be incredible. They're doing this stuff all over the place, and they're a household name. I, I, I was hoping to get a job working for them after this study. I know that's I mean, naive. I mean, they probably pay off reporters. They probably pay off politicians. They pay off. I've never gotten a bribe from them, but they probably pay off everyone. Um, they own everything. And even if they don't pay people off, I mean, people's paychecks are all coming from them. They own so much of the universe. Yeah, now you're starting to get it. What can we do against people who not only have this kind of technology, but have the power to control what people believe, you... who people think we are? She, uh, she starts to shrug and, and answer, but you hear a voice from the other side of the room as Wire has sort of quietly crept back into the room and you just hear her answer. She says, we stand up. We tell them that, we tell them through our actions that enough is enough and they can't just run roughshod over all of us. That eventually, eventually you push, and you push far enough and the galaxy's people push back. It's the only thing we can do. I guess I should be a little bit better at pushing stuff now, so. That and show other people that they can push back too. It's not just us anymore. No, it's not just about us. She uh, walks over to you, Bina, and just hands you a device. She says, finish the scrambler. That if you just install that into your ship's communications array, that should do the trick. Okay, okay. I have like a little pack all mm -hmm. stuffed in there. She looks over at Zaya and just says, "You're back." Says, We've got a job. Wire nods and reaches down and grabs one of the boxes of food, opens it, um, and makes her way back to the other side of the room, back back towards where she just came from, <laughs> just sort of eating. Zaya's just watching her watching her leave. Uh, and you can actually see Zaya, where where Wire is very good at keeping control of her emotions, Zaya's a completely open book. Like yep. even her facial expressions <laughs> hide nothing. Yeah. Like you can see that uh like as she's watching Wire walk away, you can see like that just like <laughs> sort of like that that very like sad, kind of almost kicked puppy look to her face where she just looks like Wistful. Yeah, just sort of uh which she then notices you looking and just says, um, so, uh, any of you play cards? Yes. A few times. Yeah. Awesome. She, she reaches in and pulls out a, a deck. 
uh, and starts dealing them out. And that's where we're going to go to our break. Yay! Uh, oh. Yeah. All right. So sorry just for yelling into the microphone. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> All right, well, we will be back in about 10 minutes. We're a little late for our break, so we'll try to make this as fast as possible. Um, But we will be right back. Don't go anywhere, uh, and we'll see you soon. Bye. See you after the break. See you soon. Welcome back, everybody. We are back from our break. Um, So, um, how's everybody feeling? (laughs) I just realized we haven't made a roll all night. That's true, we haven't. Love a good role-play game. Roleplay heavy games. <laughs> yeah, we can. I didn't even notice until that moment. <laughs> I didn't until too you much said happening. Something. Um, all right. Well, uh, when we left for break, the group had been uh, uh, successfully ex- uh, exposited to uh, this nice Hell exposition yeah, we dump. Dump. Um and. There was a there were some a few conversations as they started to get to know their uh, new allies, um, and conversation had over food. Um, so the when we left off, uh, Zaya had broken out a pack of cards and a deck of cards, and you'd started sort of she'd started dealing them out and started playing. Um, I'd say a fair bit of time passes in this way. Um, and eventually, Wire does rejoin you all, uh, but doesn't really, like, is physically present, but she br- brings a terminal with her and is just sort of, like, not kind of, not like the, the wrist-mounted kind, but the, like, one of the more um, sort of portable, uh, like, basically tablet-sized, yeah, um, as she's, like, working on it, bringing up the, uh, the AR display and just start, it's just working on it not really paying attention to what's going on around, but is now at least physically present with the rest of you as she's going through it. Um, at one point, she glances up and she says to, to you, Bina, she says, um, with, she says, this, the, uh, the comm stations in this room are, uh, are all secured, so if you want to send any sort of communication to those on your ship, you're more than welcome to. Shouldn't yes, be, yes. shouldn't She'll be traceable. slap down her cards and get, get up and go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, she continues working um, as Zaya and Mason is just sort of uh, playing cards and anybody else who is love also it. I'd it. love it if like <laughs> Gina's like bad at card games because she just doesn't I mean because she can like feel the people around her she can tell when they're excited about their hand like so she doesn't so she purposefully doesn't learn like the rules of games <laughs> so she's like very bad at oh, she just doesn't want to cheat is yeah that because thing? like That's she so doesn't because she'll be cheating like there's different like when she's playing with empaths they would have like a different type of game where that sort of thing wouldn't like matter you haven't but like playing with a game where you have to have a poker face she can feel your poker face like there's no but you can feel past it so her, her, She's like, okay, I can be done with this now. Yeah, Bina's <laughs> cards immediately go onto onto the table as you just like, like a winning hand. You just, I love that. <laughs> yeah, you just like scatter off, and Zaya's like, wait, wait, we're not, we're not even done. We're okay. She's gone. Okay. I guess she folds. <laughs> yeah, that's how they work. Zaya like looks playing? over and says, "Huh, good thing too," and she just goes back. <laughs> <laughs> she had a flush. <laughs> um. Bina, you uh, you make your way over to the the console and just start 
Yeah. You you uh, do you contact the ship? Yes. Okay. Um, I essentially uh, <laughs> don't let Thena do this shit. Bullet points. Um, um, we're okay. Bad things happened. Re- reiterate that we are okay. Um, and then <laughs> let them know that we have we found someone who can probably help them and to stay put as much as possible because there are people out here who are putting us in danger. Stay put. Okay. <laughs> and that's the message yeah. in like scattered bullet point messages. <laughs> or how my mom texts, which is like multiple messages oh, over and you're over. You're sending it you're time. sending just like a text message basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um you get a response uh just a single word response acknowledged. Efficient. Okay. All right. <laughs> Concise. She's gonna go fish out some snacks from the food bag and join everyone again, but not continue playing. Yeah, <laughs> she has. I think she has more fun watching other people play games than like actually playing herself. You like do the thing where like it, when you get out in games and you go and help everyone else. Like you're like going around. <laughs> so like and... she would like go around just to kind of like see what people have in their hands and why they're excited or not excited about it. Like Mason just like. Mm-mm. <laughs> and she likes her, she, she already knows how you feel about your hands, so she won't like <laughs> Damn, Olam has probably played that. this game huh? like once in his life, but he's made sure to memorize the rules like in case he gets invited to play again. Does Olam like count cards? Is he like that smart? Uh he's trying, but he's probably okay. not that good at it. Okay. I feel I feel yeah. like Zaya and like Man, I, I just feel like the two people that have military backgrounds are in way like they're gonna kick our ass. Like <laughs> yeah, they're de- I'm they're definitely probably taking it more seriously than Olam too. Yeah, like at this point, I would say that <laughs> that between between Mason and Zaya, there are considerably more wins on that side of the table than there are on uh, between anybody else. But yeah, uh. You're just sort of keep playing it every once in a while, punctuated by Zaya just saying, "It's a good thing we're not playing for credits because you'd all be broke and owing me lots." It just keeps like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is good. <laughs> and uh, Bina like snorts because she knows that someone else was way more excited than she was about her hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many times we'd be on the ship and there'd be nothing to do, just waiting for the shift to change. This is what we do. Oh god, the those those in between waiting periods were the worst. Or when they would just give us make work and we'd just play cards like uh, someone else would do that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh pretty much none of us got out of bed unless we were certain there was going to be a gun in our hands. So, uh on at least in my regiment anyway. Um that's aces. Damn it. <laughs> Willem, are you a little bit alarmed by their propensity for violence just casually, or is that just myself? Me? Are uh, you just about about our friends at the table here? Are you is this are you asking me in character? Yes, or? yeah, in okay, character yeah, while yeah, we're all playing. Sorry, just like sorry. friendly I, conversation. I, 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 like, I, are our new friends I, making I, you nervous? I I'd started to just kind of phase it out as I hear it, but yes. Well, Kind of. My um, I kind of glanced to Olam and or, oops, Mason and Zaya as I say this. I, I, I don't mean to say anything disrespectful about the regulators, but my aunt was in an, an independent mercenary unit, and she and her uh, friends from back in the day remind me of, of 
share some similarities with you you all. I know it's different, regular, it's different. But I've been around people who talk like this. It's like you're right at home. Zaya just shakes her head. She yeah. says, you're damn right we're different than mercenaries. Mercenaries, they... <laughs> They don't do anything unless they're unless they're getting paid for it. The regulators, well, we're privately funded, which means that we're cops with a cause, basically. We uh, we try to bring some order to the border worlds. They uh, it's it's a mess out there. Let me tell you, it's uh, a lot of infighting, warring, and people getting caught in the crosshairs in the crossfire between them. They usually do. Hmm? I, oh, I just said, they usually do. <laughs> she nods. Yeah, it's... You see some ugly shit out there. But... You see ugly shit everywhere. Point is, mercenaries don't get paid to care about any of that. They get paid to do a job, and to do it efficiently. I think some might take pride just in that. Maybe they do. Uh, Wire looks up finally from from her terminal, and she says, Okay, I have this, uh, the registries set up. All you need to do is... I left the input for a ship's name blank. All you need to do is put it in yourself when you need to. Otherwise, they're good to go. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Uh, it's probably a lot of work. Mm, not really. It's uh, it's pretty easy for me actually. It's one of the. If you know what if you know what you're doing, it's it's a pretty routine task actually. I'm surprised that mo- more people don't do it, but. Um, I will say. Um, if you get a chance, um, when you remove the old registries, just, uh, just keep them, keep them secured somewhere and then bring them by me when, next time you're around, I might have use for them. Do, does Bina have any concept of what she's talking about as far as this part from here? Can Bina do this? Oh, not from here, but like... You, no, 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 I mean like from this from this point in the instructions oh, yeah, once yeah, yeah, we're on yeah. the ship, she can do this. Okay. Now it's more of a mechanical installation and then just sort of like after that it's just sort of like prompting through like okay. uh setup basically. OS reinstall. Like Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. I feel like being on wire would be just is too much technological power between the two of them. They have a whole <laughs> yep. the whole thing. Yeah. Between them, they can fix old cars and new cars. <laughs> um, Wire just uh, says, I don't have anything specific for you to look into right now. For now, I would say the important thing is for you to just stay off the grid as much as possible. Um, although, there is one thing, and that is... If you're up to it, there might be... Look, this whole thing isn't just about... It's not just about Silverbreak, and it's not just about the, the governments and the corpse and all of that. There's something happening there, but the problem... The problem is... 
major powerful entities will always scheme and uh, work towards their own ends and whatever. I'm more concerned with the people who get caught in the middle. She kind of glances to Zaya and Mason. She says, there's a lot of people that they just need help out there and nobody's giving it to them. Just, there's not really anything that we can do about your image right now except for working to working against it. Um, there's ways that you can help people out without without getting too uh, too much in the spotlight. And that might be something that you need to, um, that you that you should do. But that's up to you. I'm not going to tell you how to do any of this. I barely know how to do any of this. The point is that people need to know that there's somebody on their side. So we'll stick to the shadows when we need to, and. If we can, we'll step out. If somebody's in trouble, let them see who we really are, then back no, to the shadows. No, that's not what I'm suggesting at all. Hmm? No, as far as I'm concerned, you shouldn't show your faces anywhere. Just help where you can, quickly and quietly. As long as they know that somebody's on their side, they don't need to know who. It's too much of a risk. And right now, as much as I hate to say it, you represent the best chance we have of actually getting anything done. Got a jumping off point? You might try starting by looking into, well, that cryogenic freezing technology that, that they used to transport you that had to come from somewhere. Say maybe start looking there. Um, also, mm, I have a bead on a, some on some research institute that's working on um, unaffiliated. They're working on. Uh, mostly unpacking some of the mysteries of the ancient galaxy, those who came before before us. And while most of the time I think they have their eyes pointed in the wrong direction, they, there's a chance that they might have found something that coincides with whatever Silverbreak's looking into. Might be worth a might be worth a, a look in. I can send you the details on them. So, to circle back to something that you said earlier, you you think that Silverbreak in all of these companies, you've you've noticed a shift that they're preparing for something, and so do you think this? So, do you have any idea? You have no idea of what that thing is, or or. or what it could be is it like a uh another another legacy ship is it a with enemies like it, it could be anything i have my suspicions but very little evidence to back any of it up 
even your suspicions would probably help us out. Or they could make they could uh, incline you towards one way of viewing the problem. That's a possibility. Silverbeak has to know something that they're not sharing with folks. Otherwise, they wouldn't be mobilizing so extremely. So the knowledge is out there. We just need to figure out how to how to access. What it. I know about Silverbreak is, and what they're doing is that. They're not making people like you for themselves. They're selling them. They're, oh, God. <laughs> At least I know that's their plan. They're weapon contractors? Yeah. When I say that they're preparing, that, that there's lots of movement taking place, I'm saying that somebody somewhere knows that knows something about uh, about what's coming down the line. And the only reason that I can see there being a corporation scrambling to be at the forefront of the arms race is that somebody's anticipating a big fight coming on. That's what I feared. Now, I don't know what that's going to be or what's going to cause it, but I know that everybody from the from the aggregate corporations union to the to the lowliest uh the lowliest tyrant on a board on one of the border worlds they know it's coming they know something is coming at least and they're all preparing they see everybody else arming up and they're they're quick to rush into the race somebody somewhere has to have some answers but so far Everybody's playing playing their cards very close. I look down at the cards on the table where my losing hand is. Yeah. So to answer your question, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's coming. But my best guess is that the best case scenario, reopening hostilities or maybe even some corporate warfare Worst case scenario, galaxy-wide war. World oh. question, because I don't remember. How long has it been since the last, like, large-scale conflict like that? Large-scale? Like, in, like, galactic scale? Yeah, it probably the last, like, large-scale uh, war was probably... It ended just shortly after humans arriving in the in the galaxy. A series of events that led to a cessation of hostilities um, that has lasted for the most part to present day um, with with um, conflicts minor conflicts breaking out here and there, but nothing nothing major, certainly not to the level that you're talking about now. So that was uh, about thirteen hundred years ago or less. Yeah, a little, a little less than that. That was when they were fighting over conduits, still, right? Yeah, specifically, they were fighting over the prime conduit that they had discovered. Mm -hmm. That was then destroyed. Yes. Yes. Yeah, human. The human fleet, upon entering the galaxy, immediately turned their weapons on the 
prime conduit and destroyed it behind them. Yes. Whoops. They were being followed, right? They thought they were being chased. I don't remember what history. So I don't remember yeah, what the I general mean, history is. <laughs> that's oh that's that's the thing. Like, h- human history is one that has them essentially escaping from their own galaxy, fearing pursuit by whatever drove them out. Generations aboard their legacy ships, sort of. Uh, lost a lot of that information the only thing that really survived their their transit was the mandate to wherever their exit point was to destroy it behind them wow cool. so they came in the middle of this galactic war and then killed the thing that the war was over <laughs> yeah basically power move <laughs> fucking power move yeah. humans like to just Stir the pot. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, Show up, make a mess, move forward. Uh, Wire says, so, it's up to you to determine your course now, and if I come up with anything more specific that I'd like you to look into, then I'll send it your way. For now, I well, think the best thing that you can do is just stay off the radar. Well, I'd like to scrub our ship as soon as possible, so we're less likely to be picked up and noticed. Yeah, good call. You, uh, and... I didn't, I didn't find any record of your ship landing anywhere on the on this in Sulan. Is I yep. assume you great, good, and it's, at least you've got some uh, some survival instincts. That's good. That's that'll keep you alive. You probably shouldn't stay for long. The person I've uh, deal is a wrong word. Come to an agreement with would squeal like a pig if he felt he was being threatened at all. But we're okay for the moment, so it should be moved as soon as possible. Yeah, I agree. We're in a two-hour parking zone. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just got my ship, and I don't want I don't want to get it towed, and like you know. <laughs> Literally. Uh, I have some repairs I need to make. We can't FTL efficiently in the state that it's in. We got hit on our way away from Eos uh, by the biggest laser I've ever seen in my life. Um, Zaya leans uh, so forward and she says, your ship survived a, a, a blast from a laser from a capital ship? I'm a very good pilot. Well, you might just survive this after all. I intend to. And uh, if we didn't mention it, Damien Ellis was on that ship. The two of them exchange a glance. Yeah, that was important that I forgot about. (laughs) Yeah, the two of them exchange a glance and wire nods. She says, not entirely surprised. He's a bit of a wild card. As far as the corporations are concerned, I mean, he was pretty boring up until about maybe about six years ago or so, six or seven years ago. All of a sudden, he started. Uh, I mean, for a long time, he was your standard uh, tech boy billionaire with more money than sense, and all of a sudden, he started. Uh, taking Silverbreak in a very different direction and buying up a bunch of 
um, a bunch of pharmaceutical companies and genetics labs and took a particular interest in some of these uh, like ancient artifacts from from prior civilizations and those sorts of things. I don't know. Just all of a sudden just changed and uh, did a quit did a solid 180 became obsessed and now he's uh, pretty disconnected from most of the operations of Silverbreak except for the ones that directly pertain to his interests. So which is apparently glassing an entire the word is not in my brain community <laughs> off the face of a planet that he put there yeah well that you is... did mention that to them right that they that they destroyed the entire yeah. colony that's the word i was missing colony yeah. there it is says, <laughs> you would be surprised to find how many colonies just mysteriously go silent some of it's due to accident accidents some of it's due to problems with terraforming. Some experiments. Well, you'd be surprised how many of those accidents are actually, uh, well, more like what you witnessed. Accidents. Four, four air quotes. <laughs> 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 You're right. Um, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna stay ahead of this, then you should probably get moving as soon as possible. What should the... we tell our our the survivors? Where should we send them? Can how can you help them? Um, actually, she looks at Zaya and she says, "The old warehouses." And Zaya nods. She says, "We can send them. The, we have a safe location for the time being, uh, where I can." reach them and talk to them and see what I can do about helping them to disappear if they want. Okay. And uh, Zaya will come with you and help them get to where they're going and get to the safe safe zone and um, we'll go from there. Do you have anything to like cut masks disguises uh, cloaks i have a hood but it's very small yeah i've got a f i've got something that'll it'll work you don't want to use it more than once because once you do it'll be uh it'll help you get back to your ship at least but uh once you do if you try to use it again it well your demonstration earlier is yeah <laughs> Uh, but essentially, they're they'll, they're just image scrubbers. They'll they'll uh, make it difficult for any sort of surveillance to to positively ID you or really to pick you up at all. So I've got a few left over, um, but like I said, one use. After that, use at your own risk. Noted. Um, she goes excuses herself to collect them uh and zaya leans forward says so um i uh I, I think i'm gonna come with you at least for some of the way she says i i've got 
I've got a few people I need to I need to reach out to. And uh, other cells kind of like our operation here and uh, our wires operation here and um, have a few people I need to contact. A um, couple of them haven't haven't heard back from for a while, so I'm going to uh, hitch a ride with you if that's all right. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think that would be great. Great, right? Great. So while you're doing your repairs, I'll help your your uh, colony survivors, and then I'll meet you back at your ship. <clears throat> Perfect. Great. Um, at this point, Wire comes back in the room, um, and uh, Peach, as you're the closest to her, she just hands you a small box that contains. Uh, a few basically small devices what they look like is they look like um essentially like a little uh, computer chip that is on a uh, a patch like an adhesive patch she says just for for best effect just apply it just under under the ch- under the jawline she says um it'll it won't mask you entirely from surveillance but it will make it damn hard for surveillance to get any sort of clear picture on any of you so you have and she's suggesting we use them on our way to the ship right, right now? Basically, yeah. Was her... Okay, excellent. Cool. Just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah I, I've got I've got uh, just enough for you with a couple extras for, for me. Thank you. Okay. Um, well, you should probably get going as soon as possible. If you need anything, I've programmed my frequency into that into the into your transmitter. Good luck. You too. Stay safe down here. I always do. Call us if you need us. <laughs> Call me, beat me. No, just kidding. <laughs> I wasn't gonna sing it, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> um, we don't want to get copyrighted, you know. <laughs> Listen, we that already we already get great. muted for our uh, our legitimately licensed intro piece. Yeah, we so have a license for that. We do. So <laughs> anyway, um we go. Yeah. Zaya's Slap like, that bad boy on and Alright. Hood up for good measure. Yeah. Beep beep. Uh you all start making your way out. Um Zaya just sort of like letting you all go ahead and she turns back to wire and she says See you when I see you. Wire just Nods just, I guess you will. And there's just this moment of like tense silence between them as they just sort of stare at each other. And then Zaya just turns and starts following you, almost running into whoever's in the back. I don't know who that would be, but. He was watching that. <laughs> okay, so like almost running into Bina, or really yeah, running she over Bina. Pretend she but... wasn't looking and turns. Yep. I think Bina gets like enraptured by strong emotions so like she would probably was like she's just oh "Oh, she's coming okay we're going (laughs) yeah no you felt a whole like there wasn't much that happened between them just then but there was a whole mess of complex emotions that you just felt um most of them varying forms of irritation and anger uh most like not like boiling anger like immediate but like long-held anger (laughs) that the kind that has cooled over time uh, but still there. It's kind of like they're like, 
bases of of interaction at this point always kind of has that underlying yeah you're starting to get that yes residual emotion yeah cool yeah um you you turn to leave and uh zaya just right behind you um before long you find yourself back on the on the streets wending your way through the alleyways and um uh as you're making your way uh back towards the the industrial district Zaya kind of glances sidelong at you, uh, Bina. She says, sorry about that. I'm used to it. She says, I, I know. I, I, I just, I just, I have some, I have some Orzai friends and I, I always try to, I always forget. It's hard to remember to, you know, keep it kind of down and I'm not very good at it. So. That's okay. I mean, I've, not been around empaths in a very long time regularly yeah 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 so i'm used to it it's okay that's very conscientious of you to think about it but i don't mean to eavesdrop it's just kind of a thing that i can't no yeah no you can't help it. not i know that same page anyway sorry it's just there's there's a lot of a lot of history there and a lot of baggage really Uh, that's Believe me, I could feel it. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could. Uh, yeah. He just kind of like laughs about it and then like <laughs> will continue to walk forward as to kind of convey, it's okay, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. I'm not <laughs> going to cry. Please don't feel compelled to explain yourself. Yeah. I, this happens a lot. Yeah, there's okay. just sort of this like, for a moment, just sort of awkward silence, but you can kind of feel her relief as it seems, as like she becomes aware that you're not, that not that you're not curious, but that you're not pushing. You're not like prying mm-hmm. or anything like that. And you just feel that mm-hmm. as she sort of like I mean, straightens she prob- up. She probably feels feels a little bit of my amusement, mm-hmm. like just like, <laughs> but like yeah, she probably there wouldn't. Obviously, being as like curious, but that's not. She's very much like this happens to me a lot. You couldn't help feeling the way you felt. I couldn't help feeling it. We're on the same page. Let's move forward. I can tell you don't want to talk about it. We're good. So yeah. I think they're. <laughs> um. Yeah, so you make your way back to the uh back to the the platform where your ship is um activating the the boarding ramp um as the boarding ramp lowers you are immediately greeted by um by two individuals. One is is Coleman uh, okay. the, yeah, <laughs> our individuals. <laughs> the the Enzalonian quartermaster uh from mm-hmm. the colony who is just sort of seated about where Olam was when you were escaping the colony, just sort of at the top of the ramp. Um, and right out. next to her, you see Jade just sitting there with, like, his oh. knees kind of curled up to to his chin. And the two of them are talking, seem to have been in conversation as they both look back to you, uh, and, like, as the, as the ramp is going down. And they both they both wave, and uh, Jade's, Jade, like, he, he extends his legs and stands up quickly, and he says... He says, "Hey, I'm glad you're back. I finished the uh, the, the diagnostics. I finished the scanning, and oh. like, uh, there's some weird stuff in there." Oh, I can't wait to see. Yeah, it's. Do you want to go now? Wait, you're probably uh, busy. We have so many repairs to make. Let's go now. Okay. Actually, pit stop in the in the in the bridge, and then to the engine room. I she wants to get this registry swapped out immediately because the longer this this ship is 
registered to Silverbreak, the more danger we're in. So that needs to yeah. happen right now. If anyone wants to talk to the colonists, you guys can do that doing this right now immediately. Yeah, he he just he goes, wait, are you gonna are you gonna install a new registry? He says, did you did you get one? <laughs> she's she's like, let's go break the law. I'm like, just gonna start going. It's like that's so <laughs> illegal. Can I? I haven't. He's like, I haven't seen the bridge. Can I see the? Can I see it? She was inviting him along. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, okay, great. Uh, he kind of like glances back to the rest of you and is like, oh, hi, and then just follows Bina. Um, Peach, as you're as you're watching him go, you actually, he's a lot older than he was in the dream that you saw him, but you recognize the the little boy from the dream. I was wondering if it was one of the colonists. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Mental note. Not going to say anything because that would be weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's, he's, he's significantly older, probably uh, 12 to 10 years older than he was when you saw, when you saw the dream. But yeah, it's definitely him. Mm. Um. As Bina and and Jade make their way back towards the cockpit, Coleman turns to the rest of you. She says, "So, what's the? Uh, we we caught some of the news broadcast, and we we were worried, but it seems like you all made out okay." Oh, hi, and <laughs> Zaya just said, "Hi, I'm uh, the help." Zaya's gonna help you all um, find your way out of here, or to to, to whatever you want here. We've um, we found some people who are on the same size as us. <laughs> well, that's a relief because I'm not entirely sure what that side is yet. So it'd be nice to meet somebody who can tell me. Well, don't get your hopes up. It's complicated. <laughs> I really wasn't expecting anything less. So uh, we're, the, we're the we're the good guys. From everything I've that's seen, true. yeah. Uh, let's get up. So far, <laughs> let's let's uh, sorry, I'm just not comfortable having this open for too long. Let's let's get back inside. Oh yeah, no, Bina would have closed yeah. it immediately. Oh yeah, we we're okay. it. yeah, we would not have left that shit open. All right, <laughs> um, yeah, so you make your way back inside, uh, to where she's just kind of chattering, giving you base like basic status updates as to how the colonists have been doing in the last couple few hours. Um, mostly people just being restless and anxiously looking to what comes next but um you uh is there like an old movie we could have put on like on the ship's reel that we could show the colonists while we were gone like yeah unfortunately not there's uh the supplies were pretty spare it's an old human classic called shrek 12 (laughs) (laughs) just kidding it's got like uh, uh, Avatar level animation, like it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's in in VR. No, anyway. Um... Really good looking ogre. Four D. <laughs> the most unpleasant film experience. This is... okay. So sorry. On in 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 serio in in serious. I want to keep my eyes out, like looking out as we came in, and like looking out ports if I can for the, the Lumnian the. Um, Bina's contact if he's I don't expect him to be on the ship but I want to see if he's around because I'm afraid that if he sees the news he might change his opinion of us and his okay. and all that uh, Everest. Yeah, can, what's his name? As you, should we move the ship Yeah, you, I need it I need to fix FTL when we have to be here gotta fix it 
you glance around. Um, right. There's uh, the the platform is empty aside from the uh, the workers, the few workers that you see, as well as some of the uh, the um, lifting droids that basically are moving heavy some of the heavier payloads from the uh, from the shipments. Um, nobody seems to be paying you any attention whatsoever. This seems like the kind of place where nobody sees anything unless they are paid to do so. Good. I paid my XP. I made a contact. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, you, uh, or eventually you, you come back to where, uh, where Decker and several of the other colonists are and you sort of just, uh, give him a brief overview of the situation um, as he nods and says, okay, so this uh, wire person is going to help us. What exactly? Disappear if you want. Yeah. I'm not there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hear Vina's voice in my head. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll talk to some of the some of the others and see. Yeah. Decker, I know that probably all you want to do is go home. Um, but I, I think that if you all go home, it, you'll have people after you. I mean, silver break has disappeared. You're, you know, colony after colony and, and we haven't heard of it you're you're not safe yeah no I, su- I suspected as much but try telling some of these people who've been through a traumatic experience and all they want to do is they want to go home and be with their families and that's what they're counting on yeah I'll do my best. Do you want me to go with you? Maybe I can can help talk to them and reassure them. <laughs> you know, that might actually help. I think they might be tired of hearing me talk and telling them about the dangers <laughs> that they face now in this new world where we inhabit. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll take whatever help I can get. Great. And I'm, I'm just... I'm just trying to kind of soothe them a little bit and just kind of go go on with them. I just yeah. feel so bad for this guy. <laughs> yeah. Zaya watches them go and turns to you, Olam. She goes, Wow. <laughs> you, uh, looks like you've had your hands full. Yeah. Uh, as much as we... Well, as much as I wasn't meant for this kind of action, this kind of chaos these colonists you know they shouldn't be here they didn't sign up for anything like this so they're out of their depth yeah well if for whatever it's worth i'm sure wire's good at what she does um she can get them relocated and new identities if they need it I mean, I don't want to make any promises on her behalf, but I bet, I bet she could even get to some of their families, maybe, depending on where they are. All I feel strongly about is that the longer they spend around us, the more danger they're in. 
Ain't that always the way? Uh, well, no, for me, it's actually incredibly new. I've never been a locus of danger before in my life. Right. <laughs> Sorry. For, I, for, um... Oh, that was directed at him. No, <laughs> no, I mean, it was at all of you. I just, uh, sometimes I, I forget that not everybody has lived the same kind of life that I have, so. I'm not, not used to dealing with, um, uh, do you have anything to drink on the ship? Uh, I turned to Mason again. Right this way. <laughs> she, she nods. And uh, Coleman, Coleman uh, nods. She says, actually, I, I did get a few things while you were out, so. Thank you very much. She says, oh, believe me, I'm I sure needed Cole, it as Coleman much as anybody. Coleman went shopping for us. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yep. Didn't really have time to grab the things I needed, you know, while with running away from threat. <laughs> she says, don't worry, I, I needed a drink, and I figured the same was probably true of everybody else, so I have you covered. <laughs> Zaya says, oh. what was your name again? I think I like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as they all kind of make their way uh, towards the, the ship's galley. Um, yeah, we could keep Coleman around. <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile, uh, Bina, you're up in the... Uh, in the cockpit Bridge. with Jade as he's like, he's holding a light for you as he's like, as you're like up underneath the console. Yes. Um, and he's just sort of looking as like, he's, he's holding the light, but every once in a while it drifts because he's like looking at everything in here. And so he's just kind of like, <laughs> I'll give you a tour afterwards. Hold the light. Oh, Hold sorry. Sorry. I just, she could, she could be lighting it herself, but she's, she wants to, she wants to have a, to help out with this. Yeah. Says, I've just never, uh, been in a, in a, in a ship, cockpit before this is really whoa it's pretty right yeah oh, i'll show you everything but this is first this is first okay okay so i want this i gotta do we gotta do scrambler and we have to do uh registry scrub yeah most of this stuff isn't like uh role required so it's just like you and him just working Attaching. together him holding stuff for you as you just uh pull stuff out and just like here hold that and he just takes it and, uh yeah it, it takes you probably about maybe about 20 minutes to get them both installed um and i do i click on the skip this step to add the ship's name so we'll come back to that <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, remind me later remind me later yeah <laughs> yeah it Updated pops up in with, 24 hours it pops yeah. up with a warning saying uh basically like warning uh, mo uh, most ports require proper ship identification before departure is uh, it will be authorized says, yeah, yeah, we'll get to it. We're not going anywhere yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, after a sec, you, you, the, the two of you finish and just sort of sit in a couple of the passenger seats looking at looking at your handiwork and sort of, he's kind of like look sitting in, his, in the chair, sort of fidgeting in it a little bit, just kind of looking around. Says, huh. Want to sit in the pilot seat? Huh? Do you want to sit in the pilot seat? Yeah. Let's go. Okay, and uh, Vienna will sit in the co-pilot seat and, this, and let Blunt Jade check out the, the pilot. Seat. Yeah, he. You sit there, kind of going over some of the stuff with him for a bit, and he finally. I think just... they take turns like sitting in every every station on the bridge, <laughs> which it's not that big, but like. Right. They do it. We do it anyway. Yeah. So. This is so wholesome. <laughs> At a certain point, you kind of so you finish uh, finish kind of showing him around, and he as you both sort of sink into into your seats. Him now in the in the co-pilot's chair. Uh, you back in kind of the pilot seat. He's just sort of looking up through the through the ship's canopy, just kind of looking up. He says, "So, um, 
I heard some people saying that when you came back, they'd uh, they'd find some way of um, helping us get home or something. Well, we have some people who are going to help you guys. To what extent, I don't really know. Um, but it's not looking great. I'm going to be honest. It's a little scary. There's a lot of people who... We're all kind of in a little bit of danger. But we're going to try to get you in a spot where you're in less of that. And that, I at least can promise you. Where we're going to help everyone do whatever they want to do, but we're at least we're giving you options. So you get to choose what you want to try to do, but after that, we can't help you much. Well, if they're, if they're not sending us home, where are they going to send us? Wherever you want to go. Can I stay here? You want to stay here? I don't know. I just, um, I mean, I like, I like ships and I like, uh, I like this ship and I don't know. I have fun working on the ship with you. So we'll see. I'll see what I can do. Okay. We'll ask, we'll ask, we'll ask some people. We'll check it out. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, if I could go home, I, I mean, I guess I would go see my dad. Um, but he's always really busy and probably he'd just send me back to, he'd probably just send me back to school. And I mean, that's fine, but I don't know. I don't really know how I'd go back to that after all of this. I feel like he'd just want me to be... I can understand that. He'd just want me to, like... He'd want everything to go back to normal. And I'm not really sure that I know how to do that. I don't think anything can go back to normal after this. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean... (laughs) It's like, if I went went home, which I know I'm not going, but... He'd expect me to be me, like, from before. But I'm, I'm not, really, because... I mean, I, 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 even before all the, the bad stuff happened, I, I, I mean, I grew up. The last time he saw me was on my 15th birthday, so, you know, I don't know. I just, he'd expect me to be that person, and I'm not. And You've compounded a lot of experiences since then. Yeah. They're all grown up. And if I... If I went, I don't want to go to some random place with random people I don't know and just, I don't know, sit in a safe house or wherever they're going to send us. It might be more dangerous sticking with us, though, just so you know. Maybe, but at least I could help you. I'll see what we can do. Okay. Okay. What's that button do? 
she presses it and it like tur- it changes the lights of the the color of the lights in the cabin. All right, we'll we'll uh, we'll cut back over to to Peach and and Decker. Um, as basically Decker's just finishing up explaining the situation to everybody, um, who have all basically gathered now on the uh, on the observation deck, um, mm-hmm. and he's sort of finished breaking it breaking down the situation for them, and he says so. Basically, the way it looks right now is that we're not going to be able to, it's not going to be safe for us or our family members for us to return home. Uh, one, one, one person towards the back, um, he speaks up, he says, and you recognize, you recognize Brewer, uh, who speaks up, he says, so what, that's it, they were just going to get shipped off to some, uh, somewhere underground just change everything we are everything about ourselves and disappear and what is our what's our what are our families supposed to think they probably already think we're dead decker says look i'm not any i'm not a big fan of it either listen it's it's just the reality of our situation right now um there's you can hear like sort of like the mumbling and like grumbling as people are like talking to each other. Uh, Peach, as an accomplished speaker, yeah. mm-hmm. you can and, like public speaker and and um, and diplomat. You can tell that he has sort of he's losing control of the situation. Yeah, it I, does... I wanted to I wanted to let him finish saying what he was gonna say before I jumped in. Yeah, but if people start to look uneasy, I'm gonna try and kind of get their attention and and yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much where they're at right now. Like he, he's looking around. He probably hasn't noticed it yet because it's not like, it's, it's not like a mob or anything like that. But, but I can tell that they're not happy. Yeah. Yeah. The trajectory yeah. of the mood of the crowd is not in his favor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Peach is going to kind of let him finish. Like I'm not going to cut him off at all, but as soon as he's done it, I can start to see people get uneasy. Yeah. I'm just going to kind of turn to them. Um, and kind of take take a slight step kind of closer and just just start to say hey at first i'm going to probably clap to try and get their attention because yeah. i literally think they're all probably starting to talk and not pay attention at this point yeah um you do so and they they all turn just like one like not obnoxious just like like a hey yeah they turn and like the the um, mumbling of the room to that kind of quiet buzz of of conversation quiets down I know that you're all you're all scared right now, and believe me, I'm scared. Bina's scared. Olam's scared. We're all scared, and we all just want to go home. None of us want to be here on this ship, on this asteroid in the middle of nowhere. Um, we all want to see our families. We all want to be back with our families. And yeah, they probably think that we might be dead or lost, or maybe they, they think that we're still alive somewhere. We have no way of knowing, but if you go right back to your families, you could die, your family could die. And it's, it's a risk that I, I don't think any of you want to take um it's certainly a risk i don't want to take and you know you could go home and they could be fine but i think that that if you all stick together i mean you you have you have a bond and you have something that 
that can hold you through this. You don't need to go and, and play into the hands of, of what you've already been dealt with. We can, we can help you, we can relocate you. And then we can get you home after we've, we've made it safe. You're, you're gonna have to trust, on the, trust us on this. We're looking out for you. And I'm gonna use. Um, uh, I don't. I don't even know what I can. What would I use for that to help? Do I have to roll? Uh, I am actually gonna you make. Have, have you make a roll here? Um, yeah. I, I, so gonna uh, this is going to be a, an intellect task with a difficulty of four. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and um, use some effort to bring that down. Okay. I think you're also probably trained in. Pleasant social interactions, right? I am. I'm trained. I'm playing. I'm trained in uh, pleasant social interactions. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, would my public speaking experience help that at all, or would that just be tied into pleasant social interactions? I think that's because I have specifically given persuasive speeches before. Right. I. I mean, I think that's sort of where your like training comes from. Okay. So. Uh, okay. But I will let. You know what? Mm, no, I don't think so. Never mind. I was gonna say I was gonna say that uh, Decker could be an asset here, but I don't think he is actually at this point. He's <laughs> he is. He's just kind of there. He's, yeah, he's pretty. It's a pretty neutral element of this whole thing of this whole situation. He's not helping you. He's but he's not really like working against you in any way. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it an asset that we've saved these people's lives? You know what? Actually. <laughs> We have saved them, and like they were gonna die. We're trustworthy we at this point. Like, like they saw me. Like whole, well, some of them probably saw me. Like stop the warp. So yeah, actually, you know what? That's a good point. And I think based on that, I'll just reduce the difficulty basically. So that will bring the difficulty in total down to one, I believe. Okay. All right. I'll. I can. I can. I can roll for that. Yeah. That's you a roll, three. or you could spend. Remember, you have that option. Well, yeah, but didn't I already spend? Effort. Did you yeah. Oh, you, yeah, you spent, spent effort. Effort. Yeah, that, that's, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was just a, roll? Yeah, because it was... Okay, never mind. Well, yeah, because he lo lowered the difficulty, so it was three, and then I lowered it with pleasant social interactions, and um, what and else effort. was it? Yeah. An effort, yeah. So it's, effort. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's a one yeah. difficulty cool. now. So and I don't think I have anything else, so. Okay, guys. Um, okay. I'm gonna use my fireball dice. Let's see. <laughs> Fifteen. Okay. Nice. Um, there is, there are a few quiet murmurs, um, as people seem to take in what you what you've just said. Um, a couple people you can see a couple people nodding along with you. Um, one or two still look kind of skeptical, but they don't appear to be um, openly hostile to anything you just said. That's always um, good. <laughs> and Brewer, um, he's kind of, he's just watching you and he just says, he, after a moment, he's the first one to, to speak up. He says, you know, these people did save us. Just, they kept us safe on a few different occasions and they've been working towards our best interests as far as I could see. I watched her take on a couple of the warped, stopped them dead in their tracks. So, I don't like it, but if you think this is what this is the right call, then it's the right call. I hate to say it, but what's going on is 
just out of our control. We do what we can. And I know you all can make it through. Yeah. Just, well, you made sure that you made sure that I could see my little girl again, and you made sure that she was gonna, would see something else besides that, well, everything that was going on down there. So it's good enough for me. Um, there's some more quiet murmurs, and you just see uh, nobody else speaks up, but you can kind of gauge that seems like everybody is basically on board which decker seems to sense it as well which he says he kind of steps forward again he says okay then he says we'll start gathering our things he says in about in about half an hour we'll meet back down at the boarding ramp and we'll make our way to wherever the next stage is and she's right we're still together we've still got each other for now that's gonna have to be enough We've made it very clear to them, right, that, like, they can do whatever they want. We'll give them resources when we're able, but they're, they get to make the decision for where they want to go, right? Like, that yeah. was kind of communicated. Essentially. But we, like, we, I thought we had specific places that we were, like, didn't we have warehouses that we were sending them to yeah. specifically? So, like, they can go, I just feel like, I wanted to make sure it was clear, like, we're not going to force that, like, these are the options that we've been able to scoop up for you. This is the best option, probably, but like we'll help you with whichever direction you're going. But this oh, is I don't, I, I don't think Peach wanted that explained. I think oh, Peach okay. specifically wanted them yeah. to know that. Obina has been telling them probably since we like we're like what, as soon as we get to Sulan, like <laughs> yeah, no, you like, can do whatever you want, but we will we will help you with the thing Peach, that is going to keep you safe. Peach and I, I yeah, Peach and Decker um, Peach, are basically on the same okay, page here. Like the two of you <laughs> had that conversation where basically you you're both like, agreed, sorry. and you're just like, listen, this is really the only option. And so, like, yeah, we were like, this is the best call. And like, if we give these people too many choices, they might choose wrong, which is probably not the best thing to do. But in this circumstance, it was like, yeah, yeah, no, like, Pe that might have been questionable. Peach we'll and see. Decker are are of one mind in this instance, because <laughs> good, <laughs> yeah. Um, so he basically starts as they start scattering and making their way to uh, to the hold where they have their stuff gathered. Uh, he turns back to you. He says, thanks. I'm not sure I could have uh, convinced them myself. It's okay. Um, I'm glad you were here, though. I mean, it's always helpful to have a friendly face. But yeah, take it easy, okay? You can't save all these people by yourself, okay? It's a team effort. I'm starting to get that. Get some rest if you haven't. Not a chance. Uh, and he uh, he smiles at you and just makes his way, following the last person out of the out of the observation room. Um, we'll go ahead and uh, cut to a little later, as Bina and Jade have already started repairs, sort of working on like on uh, making the necessary repairs. Um, mm. A few replacement parts have been bought, which is um, which is what's allowing you to do it at, at this point, where you weren't able to before. Um, the as you've gotten a little ways in, uh, the colonists are making their way out and uh, sort of saying their goodbyes. Um, a few of them sort of stopping and thanking thanking each of you, 
um, uh, one or two even um, just with like a quick handshake or even a, even a couple of them with a hug. Um, you're all kind of gathered in the in the hold. Uh, in total, almost almost all of the colonists have opted to leave um, leave the ship. The two exceptions being being Jade, uh, who adamantly refused to leave. Basically, when given the option, he was just like, "Nope." And the other was uh, was Abriel. Abriel, yes, we yeah. get to keep Abriel. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Before, can I, um, Lucas? Before, um, so when I was in the crowd talking to people, was Chris, um, was Chris there? Uh, yeah, yeah, she would have been. Was she like how? What was her? I didn't. I didn't mention at the time because it was caught up. But what was like her? What was her kind of general disposition towards the whole thing? Uh, she was probably one of the people who was most on board with this plan. Okay. You had said like a session or two ago that you had wanted specifically wanted to have a conversation with her. At one point, did that? Did you ever get to have that? No, I I didn't. But if she's already gone, we, I just no. I'm just I, this right now. You're all kind of gathered in the in the hole oh, okay. as, as they're like getting. They've got all their stuff gathered and they're getting ready to leave. But so we can actually have that at this point if you want. Like just sort of a brief aside as like she's passing down the line. You see her and you kind of make your way over to her. Um, yeah, I mean if that's if that's okay, yes. I just yeah. Um, cool. Currently, uh, Decker, Coleman, and Zaya are getting everybody organized, and Zaya's telling them essentially where what they're going to be doing and where they're going. And um, Chris is just sort of towards towards the back of the of the group, a Skoru woman with um, kind of uh, green brown plumage. Um, as she she notices you, and she says, "Oh, hello. I don't think we had a chance to meet during any of this." Nice to meet you officially. Yes, and uh, uh, thank you for everything that you've that you've done for us uh, to help us. Yeah, of course. Um, I know that you you kind of have a way with a lot of a lot of the colonists. It seems like you kind of a friendly face to them, um, and. I just was hoping that you would be kind of a source of strength for them moving forward when you guys are kind of on this on this kind of new path. Yes, of course. Uh, she looks at you and she says, "Do you have do you have children?" <laughs> no. She, says, she glances over towards where you see a small a small squirrel boy who's like craning his neck to try to see through the crowd, just a few feet away. She says. I've been a mother for some time now, and I'm no stranger to having to be strong for others. And do you mind me asking, um, what was your position on the colony before all of that went down? I was uh, an administrative assistant within the research facility, a much uh, different than some of the others. My position was a little bit uh, higher in that I worked directly with the researchers rather than uh, at the receptions, but mm-hmm. yes. And did you did you happen to see anything unusual while you were there? Uh, you can see her expression and demeanor change uh, as she suddenly seems a lot. Uh, it's 
not that she's being guarded with you or anything like that. It's more that her whole, like all of her defenses seem up suddenly as if she's remembering something specific. And she turns to you after a moment and says, See anything like what exactly? Anything? Well, I just, I was just thinking, I mean, if you were in, if you were in a, in a research assistant role and you saw um, the work that they were doing right before the warped were created, you might have some kind of insight or you might have seen some kind of detail that maybe didn't seem important at the time, but, but maybe could be helpful to us. Yes. Well, as you can imagine, I've spent a lot of time thinking about that myself, if mm-hmm. mostly in a guilt capacity, thinking that if I'd seen something earlier, but there's no help for that it's, now. Um, it wasn't your fault. No, but there was one thing, which is, the, the, the researchers were, even with somebody who worked as closely with them as I did, they were very closed about what they worked on. Mm-hmm. And most of my work involved filing and sending reports that were approved for my eyes. But there was, there were a few times where I caught glimpses into the research testing chamber and there was some kind of I knew that there was some kind of artifact that they were working on, studying some some relic from a, an ancient civilization that once inhabited this galaxy, or something of the like. Apparently it was something of a technological nature that they did not understand, and they were studying it. For, I know very little, but from what I understood, there were parts of it that were still active, that they were trying to... Uh, uh, understand in some capacity. I don't know how much headway they made. Did you ever witness the active parts? Or was it just all? You just typed up what they told you? Mostly that, but on a few occasions I remember seeing seeing into the chest chamber, catching glimpses through doors left open carelessly, and well... I'm not sure how to explain it exactly. It was like some sort of... It was a sphere of... It was strange because it was in the center of the room, but it wasn't resting on anything. It was just suspended. And it was the strangest thing, but the, the surface of it seemed to shimmer like liquid but it wasn't it was it was an object a solid object of some sort of unknown origin but i remember i don't remember many details about it but i remember how i felt every time i saw it it just strange like like I was being, like I was the research subject under a microscope. Like somehow it was alive and it... It was watching you. Yes. I 
I'm sorry you had to see something like that. You don't think that that device had something to do with the warped, do you? It's it's possible. Um, Scarsa, I think it's very, very important that you keep anything that you saw there to yourself. Um, I'm sure you know that, but... Um, Discretion is one of the first contracts that I signed, so... <laughs> well, I won't make you sign a non-disclosure. I trust that, that you'll, you'll be honest. Yes. Space NDAs. <laughs> well, um... That's all I can really remember, and... Oh, thank you. it looks like we're getting ready to move, but thank you again. Of course. And take care of these people. And take care of yourself. Of course. Uh, she looks over at, at the little boy. She says, and she's a few words in their in their language, and he he looks up at her and grabs her hand and looks over at you and smiles and just sort of shy wave. Um, I wave back and I just say, "Bright suns." Mm -hmm. um, uh, they they exit the the ship. Um, Bina, you, um, you and Jade are working uh, in the engine room, working to repair. And currently, your repairs are they're getting underway. Um, Is it mostly interior work, or do I have to do anything on the outside of the ship? I think I've asked this before. There's like superficial damage on the exterior, okay. but most of it was this like the sur damage caused by surges like okay. due to the hit. Um, cool. The exterior stuff might be something that you want to look at eventually, but. For right now, For it's now. not. It's minor. Yeah. Um, and for the time being, uh, it's the kind of thing that you could do basically anywhere at any time. So, sure. uh, engine's more important, anyways. It's more fun. Yeah. So uh, you're working on on this, um, and while you're doing so, Jade is like like struggling not to just like go off about everything that he's found while you were gone. Um, and he's just like every once in a while though, he can't, he seems not to be able to contain himself and just say, Oh, and also I found um, some weird, uh, some weird uh, power coils over in that direction. But, uh, and they're not connected to anything, but they were at some point. I don't know. I don't really know, but. I feel like Jade and Bean have a very similar communication style in which it's just bursts of things we're excited about. Yeah. So, it yeah. works well, but also I feel like it's like a, he says something and she's like, oh, oh okay, okay. And then she gets, wants, <laughs> she'll get distracted and then have to, wait, 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 circle back, circle back around. It's so I less, I'm oh, sorry. No, finish, what were you saying? I was going to say, it's less a conversation, more launching packets of information at one <laughs> yeah. another. Yeah, 100%. And I think, yeah, I think it's a little bit of like getting sidetracked, looking at cool things and then wait, wait, circling back and then back to the engine and then, oh, there's another thing we're going to look at. Yeah. It's like show and tell while also working. <laughs> That's what's happening right now. Yeah, um, as you're you're working, um, you who, uh, where are the rest of you at this point? Um, like, what where in the ship would you be? Well, wherever the tour ended, wherever the bottle is. <laughs> yeah, probably in in the galley. There, the galley. Like, yeah, <clears throat> that's perfect. I'm probably on the bridge. Okay. Um, just 
like looking at stuff, trying to understand how the ship works without breaking it too bad. Uh, um, are we just, are we like delivering the colonists like soon? Or are we, are we driving them there? No, uh, Zaya's already left with them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's just us being Gabriel. Yep. And maybe the ghost. And maybe the ghost. I will say at this point, Olam, you being in the bridge, on the bridge, you're sort of like familiarizing yourself. I imagine you with like the equivalent of like a a user manual of some kind. Yes, exactly. Like you pulled up some schematics of like Uh of similar ships and stuff like that and starting to look and say, okay, it says the, the, the central thrust control. So that's... Maybe this is it, and you're basically like going through, like trying to piece together. Exactly, all the I'm trying to like, I'm just thinking like, okay, if, gosh forbid, something happens to Bina and somebody else has to fly this, like, I should be able to do that. I wonder I'm, if like the encouragement ability that Bina has used before with them, like, you suddenly understand things because Bina has familiar has any like residual effects that he can use as a jumping off point. I know. Uh, Lucas, we shrugged it exactly the same time in exactly the same way. So I'm, I'm also looking out the window for the the big Lumnian guy because I'm still nervous about that. Yeah, you're because right? kind of you can see out from the bridge, right? There's right. A, there's a, an actual viewport. Okay. Yeah. So you're kind of caught right at the moment between like looking around and the and looking through the uh, through the the specif- technical specifications when you see the the com light blinking on the dashboard, um, and. Uh, yeah, you just you see it. Do you act, do you activate it? <laughs> does it does it say who it is? Um, it it is uh it appears to be Zaya's uh, frequency. Okay. Uh, yes, I activate it. Um, yeah, you just hear. Hey, are you are you all okay? Does it sound like old, uh, Zaya's voice? Yes, it is. Um, uh, I say, yeah, we're uh, it's all good here. What? How about you? She says, um. Well, you might want to be on the lookout. There's, uh, I just caught sight of a silver break transport that landed, uh, in the docks. Um, Wire just told me. And also, well, I mean, I, also I was sort of attacked a little bit, but I handled that. (laughs) Okay. These, these aren't, these aren't your standard alley rats like I, like we, like I saved you from before. These are professionals. These are bounty hunters. All right. Uh, I'll let everybody know. You, you, you're making your way back here? I'm on my way. Okay. We'll get this. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be in the air as soon as we can. We'll hold tight for you, uh, you here. Yeah. Uh, Zaya out. Uh, and the comms click. <laughs> and um, now I press... Uh, no, go ahead. I do the, the like button, like an intercom button, which I've just learned how to use so that my voice can be heard around the ship. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm just like, I explain what Zaya said. Okay, so as you're doing that, before you actually, your voice comes out, Bina, you suddenly feel a spike of anxiety from just around, nowhere in particular. She's here. And just as soon as, soon as you feel that, then all of a sudden Olam's voice comes over the comms and over the, over the PA and explains what just happened. Yeah. And that wasn't... Olam anxiety nope. that I felt. No, it was not. I once again look around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't see anybody but Jade, who is like looking at you wide-eyed. He says, "What? What do we do?" Uh, our job. We gotta finish this engine before. Right. Yeah. Um, go. Okay. 
and he like sets down no more the, distractions. Yeah, he, <laughs> he sets down the as we pad. put down the coils we were looking at. <laughs> yeah, he sets it down. Says, okay, let's go. Um, and uh, as you proceed to begin, uh, or you proceed to to continue repairs on the ship. That's where we're gonna pick up next time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Ooh. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. <laughs> All right. Uh, well. Whew. Um. Yeah, that's what that's, uh, oh that's, that's where we're gosh. at. Oh even we learned so many things. Even when it's like a relatively chill episode like that, as soon as we stop, I feel like this weird like. Like adrenaline, like like yeah, half lifing out of my over. veins or something. Yeah, yeah it's so weird. Oh. We're in a very high stress situation, despite yeah. the fact yeah. that we mostly were information dumped on today. We're still very much hey, in danger. I, I was so happy for every information that was dumped. Oh, it was very good. No, I loved all of it. Uh, I'm saying, no matter how chill it is, we are still very yeah. much in danger. Yeah. Um. So. Everybody, uh, thanks so much for uh, sticking with us, for hanging out with us tonight, and for uh, watching our show. Uh, you can catch more Rule of Lore on Friday with Ramblemancy, where we... W- what are we talking about, Henry? We're having a media <laughs> discussion this week. That's Just right. books, games, all of it. Whatever you're consuming or creating right now, what you think about it, how you feel about it, let's talk about it. Yeah. Nice. That's right. I completely forgotten that that's what we'd settled on. Um, yep. Uncomfortable. I to, I All right. I thought the camera frame froze on you, man. <laughs> I thought it did too. Was that weird? No, that, was, that was me. Um, and then you can also catch us. Uh, freeze. You can also catch uh, Rule of Lore again on Monday evenings, uh, five thirty p.m. Pacific, for Dreamwell Chronicles, our D and D five E show run by our very own resident bard, John Boyle. Ooh, uh, and oh, and Ramblemancy is at seven. Pacific, so uh, that'll be uh, that'll be this Friday. Um, remember that you can, if you liked what you saw, you can support the stream via Coffee, Patreon, or now you can buy merch, which we have, and there will be there's some of the basic stuff in there, but there will be more coming soon. Uh, so that'll be in there. Um, so yeah, uh, thanks so much for joining us. And we'll see you the next time you decide to come roll with us. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Good night.